call a doctor. I make sure them rookie medical surgeons can hop for. Braid on you, pistol whip, and break the face on you. Shit, I does it my way like Sinatra. I let the infrareds down, leash and touch your scope and spot you. Through my vision like Corinthio, creeping to your house, you hear footsteps slowly as I tippy-toe. I'm wild like my pops, but I'm young motherfuckers, I'm the one motherfuckers, plus around hustlers. You want it? They can serve you like a butler. Mm. I wonder how old Kendrick is in that clip, right? I wonder how old Kendrick is in that clip right there. This is Lyrical Offering Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Calito Brigante. I have today, Jay Smash. Probably see them on uh, X videos. And I have my boy Tasso in the building. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's going How's it going? Uh, this is our second go around. We now we actually we officially have a lost tape somewhere. We got a uh, J Electronica and uh <laughs> and a fucking uh Jay-Z podcast floating on the internet somewhere. It's gonna be yeah. worth something one day. One day it will. One day it fucking will. <laughs> um but we got into a big conversation about Kendrick Lamar. I don't know how it came up. We just started talking real quick, and we thought it'd be a great uh, podcast to do. Um, with rumors of a new album in the works, and uh, Thunder can't confirm, and he's working on it, and uh, people saying it's like rock and roll influenced. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what we hear. Um, but um, now we want to talk about, is he on the legendary status? Is he top five, top ten? You know, so we wanted to talk about that. What's going on, guys? Ain't much, man. Chilling. Nothing, man. Quarantine still. Yeah. yeah. Surviving. Yo, Tasso, the beard did really grow from a week, <laughs> from two weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. right? That was like a week ago. Shit. <laughs> you. Fucking barbers are going to make money off everybody. <laughs> I told Check you my barber, said, yeah, my barber was like on, on Instagram. He said, if you guys want a haircut, it's $100. I'm risking my life to give haircuts. You got to come to my house. He's still like, undercharging. <laughs> That is for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, he charged twenty five for me. I give him thirty as a tip, and which is unheard of now. Twenty five dollars, right? Nah, that's how much I pay too. Oh yeah, yeah, not nah, same. Yeah. Shit, I had a uh, a friend of mine. Some guy was trying to charge him. This barber he's been going to for years is trying to charge him fifty bucks just for a regular haircut. I said, "What's going on?" He's like, "He offers the towels and the." The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that. <laughs> they try to throw that in. Oh, yeah. it's 50 now. <laughs> yeah, it's 50, 50 now for the towel. What if I don't want the towel? It's 40. Yeah, my uh, barbershop comes with the hand job at the end. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, the happy ending. All right. Right in the back. <laughs> Can play numbers and get a blowjob. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to discuss Kendrick, man. We, we was talking about is he a legend. Uh, I've heard people say that he's the, one, he's the best or one of the best out right now. That's not an overall thing. Which is a, a big difference. You could, I mean, you could be the best right now, but that them top ten, top twenty lists get a little different if we go on by everyone that's ever rapped before. Um, but we all had time to sit down with the with the, his discography, his library of a legend for you mixtape guys. And um, remember Rap Godfathers? Were you guys up on Rap God, Rap Godfathers back in the day? Nah, not it was a much. forum where people just put up albums. That he got all the albums early. <laughs> they shut that it sounds shit familiar. Sounds yeah, familiar. for sure, for sure. Um, this is right after Kazao in the middle of Kazao. I know y'all had Kazao. Oh, I had Kazao. Yeah, yeah so. LimeWire. Oh, <laughs> I missed Napster. Napster was too complicated for me. I was like, ah, that was know. the good old days of piracy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now it's just easy. Fuck, man. yeah. I'd rather mm -hmm. pay the ten dollars, fifteen dollars for streaming services though. It's the same yeah, shit, but man. We, I'm a, we're stuck in that loop, paying ten dollars a month for the rest of our lives. For sure. 
Sure. The fuck? So much music is on streaming now. I don't own anything. Yeah. 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 What What happens when that all shut down? You have nothing. You nothing, know? bro. Nothing. But how much does an album cost now? Seven ninety nine. I actually, don't. I can't even answer that. Like a CD? No, not well. I mean, like a digital, <laughs> a digital album. <laughs> oh. A digital album was like uh, what? Last no, I, I like checked, 13. it was nine ninety nine, wasn't it? Or nine? Yeah, actually, nine ninety nine. The last. I bought Future's last album. It was nine ninety nine. You purchased Future's last album? Oh my <laughs> look, god! Look, I've said this before. <laughs> I owe that man. He gave us Monster for free. He gave us fucking Fifty Six Nights for free. He gave us Beast, Beast Mode, Mode for free. Fifty Six yeah. Nights is like, a classic. I will support the man forever. I just, I, I, I mean, I'm in forever in his debt. <laughs> That's crazy. No. I haven't heard. So <laughs> Me too. Actually. That's crazy. You bought a I, you bought a Future album. Paid no, no, I'll say I, bought, oh. I, I owe him money. I owe oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm about to say. <laughs> March Madness changed my life. This March Madness is crazy. Yo, first time I heard March Madness, I went to a free Vans. You know, you know Vans off. You know Vans. They have this yeah, shit yeah. in the summer where they have free concerts. So they had one with Pusha T. I get this fucking stupid early. I'm like, yeah, I gotta see Push. And the DJ plays fucking March Madness. And he was talking shit like, y'all not up on this yet. I don't know if y'all caught up to this yet. And then these white boys are bugging out. These like random white boys are jumping on the stage, bugging. I'm like, me. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't know this record. How they know this record? I don't know this record. But I said, when I heard when I heard this shit, I was like, yo, this shit sound different. Who the fuck is this guy next to me? I was like, that's Future. I'm like, what? He's like, what? Tony Montana? Magic? That's crazy. Tony Montana, the song with Drake? That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, now we talk about Future's legendary status in the rap game, right? Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> I know, right? That'd be a whole other podcast. That's three hours of work, you know? He literally That'd got a, a, a meme podcast. created after him, man. A meme? Yeah, fu- meme? Future Future could go bar for bar with Black Thought. I don't know. I don't know oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed on this podcast do not represent everyone on the podcast. Disclaimer. Um, but, uh, yeah, yo, I actually was listening to, um, I wasn't listening to the whole Eminem album, but my boy was like, yo, I know, you know, you think Eminem's dried up, but listen to this song. He put me on the Ya Ya on the last mm. album. You know what song we're talking about? Yeah. It has Black Thought, Royster 5'9". Uh, I heard it. Yeah. And, uh, who else is on it? <laughs> Q-Tip is on the hook. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Black Thought and, yo, they all killed this shit, man. That shit was nuts. Black Thought doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't miss. He really doesn't. But uh, you didn't hear the last uh, M album, Jared? Jay? I did not. Oh, um, I, I am, I'm, a, I'm on an Eminem strike. I heard it's good, but that mm. man has put me through enough. Where I'm just, <laughs> you know, after a certain point, the abuse is enough, and I just, I'm not, I'm not doing that. My yeah, life yeah. has been better. You know. <laughs> well, that's the only song I heard. The ra, yeah, yeah, ra, ra, yeah, 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 because yeah. it got the Buster sample. <laughs> the, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only I, one I heard. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about how the double time flow, like it used to be something cool to do. Like, oh, he's doing the double time flow. But now Eminem wants to do it on every fucking song. It's, that's yeah. the thing. And it's just done to death. And ugh, man, I just can't. And he's saying nothing. <laughs> and he's saying nothing. I put peanut butter on her, her vagina. <laughs> like, all right, man, hold on. What are we talking about? You can't, I don't know if he could still rap crazy. Like, you know, like the crazy, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Like crazy stuff. I don't think he should be rapping about that. He should be but rapping about old, his real right? life shit. Yes, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rap about the drugs and the pills, he man. Ne- he needs a 444, and that's never going to happen. Yo, that, I mean, yeah, he needs a 444. 
I think he should just retire. He's his legacy is, is locked in. Retire. It's good. Yeah. Legacy is tarnished in my. You think eyes. so? Damn. <laughs> off nah, the nah, last what five nah, albums? Nah. <laughs> nah, it's just he's he's dropped a couple points for me. Like you know, it's just it's hard to keep him in that consideration for one of the best when you have fucking. I can't even remember the name. Was it Revival? Mm-hmm. Oh, piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> Revival? You just can't. Revival I was... Um... since he was B-Rabbit, honestly. Damn, that <laughs> was the last time I liked him. You're a real fan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, that's the last time I liked him. I haven't liked anything since. Oh, since B-Rabbit. Shit. shit. Yeah. Honestly, all those freestyles against Papa Doc are better than anything he's dropped in the last yeah, what's on Revival? <laughs> Let me see what's on Revival. I gotta hear what yeah, is. Yeah. What is on Revival? Is that the one with the fucking... That he, um... He works with Rick Rubin and samples a fucking I uh, Love Beastie Rock Boy and Roll. song. No, he hey he samples I Love Rock and Roll. Oh right, uh, uh, the uh, he got a song with Beyonce on here, "Walk on Water." Oh, it's just horrible. Uh, Is that the one with with Chloroseptic? Chloroseptic. <laughs> yeah, he has a song called Chloroseptic. I haven't heard it. <laughs> please, uh, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> Chloroseptic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can listen to that, man. My, ear, my ears are gonna bleed. Shit. All right. Well, from one, uh, uh, I guess we will. We'll, he's a he's legend. He's he's yeah, he he's is, a legend. Yes, he is. Yes, we'll he get is. to we'll get to Kendrick. So, uh, I sent you guys a gazillion um a gazillion uh fucking questions about um about uh Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll start. Do you got before we start? This is a great question. Um, do you guys count albums that aren't on digiting, digital streaming platforms, DSPs, um, as albums? Uh, in general, I guess I, I, it will depend. I mean, what which one of his albums aren't on here? Well, the um, only album that isn't there is the uh, is overly dedicated on the, on digital. It is, platform? it is, it is. So it the is, Kendrick yeah. Lamar EP is the only one not there. Mm. And that's the one that he got the, the the cut, and he's in the in white shirt like this. Yeah, uh, you know what? When, when I feel like he didn't find his sound yet, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not the Kendrick that we know now, so I kind of consider that a mixtape, right. even though it's called an EP and gotcha. it's the length of an LP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's like fifteen songs. Um, yeah. What's the standout song on that? I forgot what was the standout on that. I mean, so I, I guess you guys count overly dedicated and up then. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how I was working with. Yeah, I would say so. Um. One, one, right. I don't. I don't consider OD his debut. Like, no, me mistake, Really? Right? You don't think so? You know, it's all original. I my thing is, I can't call a mixtape a mixtape if it's all original beats. It's all original beats, bro. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, that, that's that <laughs> throwback state of mind. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, a mixtape to me is you rapping on fucking Other victory, bank style. And shit, <laughs> yeah. you know? like, yeah. like you gotta be. It's gotta be like that. Like, oh, let's see, mm-hmm. was on. What was the stand I would actually like. I would like to hear TDE on the victory beat. Can we make that happen? Please? That'd be fucking nuts. That'd be just timeless. Um, the first pussy on Patron is in there. She needs me. Part one is in there. Uh, Which one's this now? Looking at overly dedicated or no? I'm looking Lamar? at Kendrick Lamar EP. Um, um, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to make a fight for it here. Uh, I mean, all right, cool. So let's let's move on and fuck it. Um, overly dedicated first album. Um, actually, from your perspectives. Uh, individual perspectives. When were you guys introduced to Kendrick Lamar? When was like when he when you caught wind? Um, for me, I was late. Uh, for me, it was Section Eighty time. Mm-hmm. I think, I think High Power might have been the first song of his I ever heard. 
Um, so I like I went back to listen to Overly Dedicated for the first time last week, <laughs> just okay. to, for this podcast. Um, so it was definitely different going back and hearing that versus you guys, which I'm sure you heard it in 2010 when it dropped. Mm. I mean, I heard it then, but I'll be honest, I, I wasn't officially sold on Kendrick until like the weeks leading up to Section 80. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's when he, uh, he dropped. I remember he dropped Ronald Reagan era mm, and okay. H- High Power. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I remember this exactly, but he also dropped this song that didn't make Section 80 called uh, Vanity Slave 2, Gucci Mane. Lord, give, give me I'm a vanity slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the second one, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I liked Overly Dedicated, but I was officially sold, you know, with Section 80 mm. and leading up to that. I think uh, I think the first I heard the Kendrick Lamar EP. I was heavy in the blogs, two dope boys, and not right and all that shit. Nice. And um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I freaking got a, I got hip to overly dedicated. I forgot what it was, um. But that is the album that made that influenced me booking him for purchase. Like I think I, I remember I booked him one right after it dropped. It was he was making he was making his rounds and shit, and um. I think I had to pull money from mad different clubs. Like, and purchase, uh, if you guys, oh, Jay, Jay, I know you've been to purchase. I don't know if you've been to purchase, Tasso. For the listeners, nah. purchase college is like a super, um, let's be, let's be correct here, super liberal, uh, right? Nice. Right, Jay, Jay, give, give me, give That's me, fair. guide me. That's super fair. liberal, um, as artsy, artsy, uh, theatrical. They, their slogan is think wide open, you know, which says enough if, you know, Whatever, but um, so like the biggest um organ the biggest club on on organization on the campus was the GLBTU, or the LGBTU, LGBTU, GLBT, LGBT, LGBTU, LGBTU. They'll cancel you if you get it wrong. Yo, I I don't think they added one at the end. No offense (laughs) to anybody, no shots to anybody. Do what you want to do with your body, ow. Um, but I had to pull money from them. I had to pull money from the Students of Caribbean Accessory Club, which was separate from Latinos Unidos, which is kind of a double negative, but that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> and I got money from, I forgot where else I got money from. It was like a random group that just, some some random group, like the tech club or something that had like, was sitting on thousands. Like, oh, can I borrow $1,000 real quick? So I got in, c- in contact with uh, Kendrick's people. Um it was me, my boy Martinez, and my boy Hannibal. Hannibal actually uh, used to produce beats. He's produced beats for a lot of people. He's from Queens. He stopped me doing music and shit. And um, yeah, we we hit up his people. It was for like a hip hop club um, um, concert. We were like founders of the hip hop club. I think I paid him like yo, I don't remember, but I think I paid him like five to seven thousand, which I know he's not even looking at anymore. Oh, seven thousand dollars. He's probably like, what the fuck is this? Um, that's crazy <laughs> but um overly dedicated was out and i kept when he gets there my boy picks him up from Rutgers. they drive over we get him here we were like he was with Absol and schoolboy we were like yo you guys need food we were gonna take him to the d hall <laughs> and to the fucking uh the campus food spot like yo i got you with a swipe like nah i mean i forgot what we got them we got like sandwiches or some shit uh kendrick didn't want none everybody was offering shit like you want weed you want honey anything he's like nah i'm good um but um, it was crazy because I was pressing him about Section Eighty. I'm like, "Yo, you gonna you gonna do anything from Section Eighty? Maybe like, you know?" <laughs> so Section Eighty was out. No, it was coming. Oh, yeah. It was coming up. It was coming up. <laughs> like he had teased it. He had talked about it. I think he even said something about a Cole record. I'm like, "Yo, how's the shit with Cole?" I think I remember asking him that. Um, mm-hmm. 
But he performed. He did a bunch of overly dedicated shit. He he brought on Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q was his hype man. Schoolboy Q did songs on there. It was fucking nuts. And it was only like maybe, I think maybe a hundred people in that room. Maybe. Maybe it's if crazy. that. I have a friend that to this I mean, I haven't spoken to her in a while, but we used to make fun of her because Kendrick Lamar tried to scoop her up and she wasn't with it. Jay, you remember Rochelle? Rochelle, she he was trying to holler at Rochelle on the side and he, she was like, ah, because he's short. He's a little guy. He's literally yeah. like maybe five, seven, maybe. So, and she's like five, six, <laughs> something, maybe five, five or something like that. So he's trying to talk to her and she's just like nervous or laughing and shit. It's just like, all right, we, 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 uh, got him back to his van, um, took pictures with us. He was mad cool. And yeah, man, I mean, from when I was told, he didn't even bring out Schoolboy Q for the other show. He's just like the energy of the show. But Overly Dedicated was like being played all over the place. Like the hip-hop heads were really on it. That's the first shit I got on. But like Tasso said, when Section 80 dropped, that yeah, shit was just... That was it, yeah. That was different, man. That was totally different. And I was listening to it for... Like you guys were just listening to the whole discography. Um, I'll jump to that later. But honestly, that's... I think that's like one or two of uh, his classics. Um mm-hmm. I, I think it's flawless, man. I think it's a really, really um, dope album. Um, but yeah, let's go through some Elderly Dedicated. What's some, mm-hmm. some Stand Out songs on there y'all like? Um, First, you know, the disclaimer for me is I'm hearing this now in 2020 versus 2010 when it came out. So Wait, wait, but you hadn't heard it. So you jumped on Section 80 and never, ever. I, I, I was confused by that. Huh? Never, ever listened to Overly Dedicated? I, I cannot tell you why. I just... And I loved Section 80. I loved Kendrick. I just did not go back. I, and that's weird. You know, I, that's something I would do. It's yeah, that you usually happened. do that. You do your homework and shit. And I don't know. I just, I never bothered. And I did it this week. And, you know, it, it's 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 cool, but it sounds very 2010. Okay. Um, <laughs> What's which, 2010 sound like? What's 2010 sound like? That, the Michael Jordan song is really. Well, I'm too, but it's, a, it's, it's making fun of those songs, though. You, you got that part, right? I guess not. I must have missed it. Yeah, he's making fun of the little Wayne line. I'm too much for these niggas. I'm too much for these hoes. Wayne taught me that. And that's just how it go. No? I didn't, I, I didn't see it as making I thought he was just kind of playing into it. Oh, no, no, no. He's been conscious from the gig, bro. He never been on that shit. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, I guess my review is kind of half-assed then. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really look into it too much. So is Michael, is Michael Jordan your favorite song now? Easily, easily. Yo, that's, I mean, that that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like yeah. making fun of, that's like how Vanity Slays is. Apparently, I remember reading as a story with the Gucci Mane one that um he didn't tell Gucci what the song was about. He's just like, yo, just rap, like, or whatever he did on it. Um, But Gucci didn't know it was about, like, making fun of, like, that kind of rap music, which is like about cars, music, movie, uh, cars and uh, jewelry and shit, like literally making fun of what Gucci Mane talks about. Um, but um, damn, okay. Uh, I, I will give him this overly dedicated. One of the first few people I heard put Janae Aiko on the album. On some, yeah, me yeah. too. I, I thought she was part of TDE. To be honest with you, like yo, me too. <laughs> me too. Like the first year. Um, what else is a crazy song in there? Pussy and Patron. Yo, him playing Absol to do shit was fucking great. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, Night of the Living Junkies. I like that one. Oh, um, that's a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Opposite to Tract, Ignorance is Bliss. I feel like those are my three favorites. Yeah, Ignorance is Bliss. Oof. I think so. Yeah. 
I think ignorance is bliss is what what uh, Dre saw that made, made him want to sign him. I'm pretty sure. I think it was ignorance really? is bliss. He saw the video. I think so. Mm. I gotta Google that. I remember him doing that song, and it was it was like him like the song is real slow, and when he's performing, it, Schoolboy Q's just going back and forth with him like ad libbing through it. Because oh yeah, yeah. It's like a song that you gotta really listen to because it's slow. Like the beat is like a slow nod. So it's yeah. like uh, um. Mm-hmm. Average Joe, um, HOC was an interesting song because that's him. That's like it rem- HOC reminds me of uh, swimming pools. It reminds mm-hmm. me of swimming pools because it's a I play say, on yeah. like making fun of like not making fun of, but how do I articulate it? Um, it's like playing up on those things that rap music talks about. Um, this one's about getting high, and he's just high. Of, he don't smoke, and this yeah. is about a van- uh, swimming pools is about mm-hmm. drinking, right? Um, yeah. Um, uh, she needs me with Dom Kennedy and Murs. Another, you right, yeah. Gerald. This is Jay. This is definitely uh 2010 because Murs is oh, definitely yeah. not around no more. And shout out to my boy Dom Kennedy. I always had a soft spot for Dom Kennedy. Um, yeah, I met Murs. You met Murs? <laughs> yeah. Where at a supermarket or some shit? <laughs> I rock. Well, right, this is kind of fucked up. I met him at Rock the Bells. He was giving out towels. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. No way. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. And I was a fan of Murs too. I liked his music, but how'd you? Yeah, he wasn't before me. He was just giving out Rock the Bells towels. I'm like, you should, you deserve better. But, but yeah, he was nice. How did you? Yeah. Where, how did you recognize? He still had the same kind of dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the the dreads still. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. Um, I would I would not recognize him at all. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, cut you off is a is a um is a song that was like uh I guess you would say like a lead single off this shit. Um, mm-hmm. that's the song Whoopty Woo Blase Blah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, song like that was one. fire. Um, mm-hmm. what's the song that he samples um Martin on? Gina, I'm broke, baby. That's, that's uh yeah, P- Pussy and Patron. Pussy and Patron. In the, in, right. in the beginning, yeah. Right. Um. I, I. I guess that was like a song that people really liked. Um. Yeah. That. That was the standouts. But let's. Let's get to. Let's get to the real shit. Come on. Let's get to section eighty, man. Yeah. Um. Let's get to it. What's what? What are your thoughts on section eighty? What do you like? Dislike? Talk to me about it. What? Why is it stand out so much for you? Go ahead. Just go ahead. Any. Anybody. Man, it just. <laughs> it just hit right away. Well, fuck your ethnicity. Like right as soon as it started, it was like okay. Here it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I was just sure. I, I, Yeah, yeah. Fuck your ethnicity. I mean, just the, the whole um, the whole album, pretty much. Like, I mean, where do you want to start? <laughs> um, yeah. So fuck yeah. I mean, also, all right. Let's go from overly dedicated. It is. It sounds totally different than overly it does, dedicated. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah that's like definitely, production that's definitely is that. crazy. Um, it, it just doesn't sound like. I, for me, it sound it didn't sound like anything that was out at that time. Like I really no. didn't hear nothing no. that sounded like this. And it was like he's from the West Coast and he rapping like this. I know who Game is. We all know who Game is, but I'm like, um, and I believe Game had been out a couple of years already when it's dropped, right? He'd been out maybe mm-hmm. two albums, one album. Um, so but I never heard nothing like this. He, uh, not even to like, not even to pat him on the back, but he was giving me like Nas vibes with all the rhyming and shit. Um, I fuck mean, yeah, I mean, the, the theme. Mm-hmm. He had like the theme going on, you know. Mm-hmm. Starts off with like the them at the campfire. Mm-hmm. He introduces mm-hmm. the characters, which I didn't even catch that till the second time. I probably like second third time I heard the album mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Tammy and Keisha shit, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yeah, just fuck their ethnicity is such a great song. Mm-hmm. It's just so straightforward. What does it mean to yeah. you? What does fuck your ethnicity mean to you guys? What is he trying to we're say all, there? We're all 
cut from the same. Fuck your ethnicity. Come forward and, you know, together we deal with these issues that plague America, that plague, you know, each one of us. It's it's a powerful message behind some fucking fabulous production, which is really all, all I can yeah. ask for. <laughs> THC. Produced by THC. Mm. I'm looking at the track with now. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it now, too. Damn, Soundwave is their guy. They love Soundwave. Yeah, yeah Soundwave is all mm-hmm. over everything, every album. Um, I heard it straight through, but the song, I kept running back. Um, I'm going to play this for the listeners. I was playing it in the background, but the song I kept running back is um, Hold Up, man. This shit, the way yeah. he starts it is just mm-hmm. insane, man. In fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um... Listeners, they can't hear it, but you can hear it real quick. Just if you haven't heard this shit, this shit is just good. On my nappy hair. If I can fuck her in front of all of these passengers, they'll probably think I'm a terrorist. Eat my spirit. All right, that's it. I don't want to get uh, canceled on Spotify playing 30 <laughs> seconds of the song. Um, ADHD. ADHD. Oh. Uh, I think he shot that video here in New York, I believe. Oh, that's really? a to the face. Fuck that. Fuck that's that, that song, right? Um, yeah. I was yeah. talking like that for a while after that song. Yo, fuck <laughs> that. Everybody was saying <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, he shot that shit here. It's directed by um, I don't know what we call her. Um, her name, her name is Vashti. Um, she was like, uh, I guess, what would you describe her as a tastemaker in New York? What was I mean? She DJs too, but she was like one of these people that like were on the scene. She directed videos. She did cool shit. She DJed. She dated Pharrell. Um, what else? Uh, so she directed this video. They shot okay. that video in one of the floors of the offices of I think Complex. I think. Don't quote me. Um, because I remember somebody tweeting about it, but that's definitely shot in New York. Um, about to hear me clicking real hard. Uh, ADHD was under the song. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? This shit sounds crazy. Again, mm-hmm. like nothing I never heard before. Like I never heard mm-hmm. nobody rap like this. So you can hear the together. outcast influence though. Definitely. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, you can definitely hear that. You know, like you said Nas, I definitely hear Andre 3000. And all of Kendrick's music, you know? Yeah. I guess him going left field like that, trying different sounds and flows, I guess that would be definitely a, a three stacks thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that song, that song was amazing, man. That song was really dope. Um, I just yeah. felt like uh, Kendrick was talking to a lot of people like um, that necessarily didn't want to hear like I love the drug dealer raps like I love all that shit but like mm-hmm. if you didn't want to hear that all the time this was like another this is like a separate thing like yeah, it's it still fresh air yeah for sure yeah. And, and it's still fire it still could be put up against you know the guys rapping that like that on that type of different subject mm-hmm. matter but this shit was just it was different man I, I, I don't know especially these songs like this uh, damn, I'm still. I fucking wait. We'll Google later. Next one was um, no makeup. Her voice, her mm-hmm. vice. Colin Monroe. Wow, I haven't heard that that name in a minute. He yeah. had a song with Joel Ortiz. I was about to say that. <laughs> Yo, remember that song with Joel Ortiz? I forgot that song. Uh, yeah, piano lessons. I think it was. There was called. another singer. Uh, novel. What was his name? Novel from back then. Oh right, yeah. He he had the the call me song with Joel Ortiz, right? Yeah, yeah. What song? Call me. It was Call supposed me? to be Joel's uh, that was big mainstream. 
Really? Big mainstream smash hit. Yeah, they was playing that at all the clubs on Dykeman, man. Oh, shit. I don't even remember that. I wasn't in Dykeman yet. I wasn't outside yet. Um, it was supposed to be his hit. It never, it never landed though. No, nah, I never did. That's crazy. And this was pre uh, Dre. Wait, uh, who? Um, the the uh, the Joel song. Yes. Um, no, I think it was uh, after Slaughterhouse. It was yeah, after Slaughterhouse a little bit. Yeah, after Slaughterhouse. Well, not not after. Just after they started. After Slaughterhouse started. Like around the time. Yeah, maybe a year after they first linked. That's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Damn, Slaughterhouse was that long ago. That's nuts. Um, yeah. I, f- I forgot how this song goes. Oh, right, 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 right. All right. I'll stop got a weird there. chorus. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not, a, not too crazy the, about the chorus. That's maybe the yeah. only skippable on there. Um, yeah. I mean, the message is great, what he's talking about, but yeah, the chorus. Mm-hmm. But he, he introduces Keisha in that song. Yeah. So that's kind of, you can't skip it because you need to, you know, follow the story. For sure. So and Keisha, Keisha's all the way here yeah. now, no? Keisha's here now, no? Yeah. 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 Um, damn, it doesn't. Well, I remember hearing it was, it was in a building in New York, but I got some pictures here. Uh, the next one was Tammy's song. Yeah. With the damn video game entrance in the middle, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the other characters he introduces, right, Jay? Yeah. The song tells a story about the girls who they. He introduces one girl first. She loves her boyfriend, you know, she loves him forever, and then she finds him cheating. So it's like, fuck him. And then she cheats on him with some dude. Then another girl is the same shit, loves him, finds him cheating, and cheats on him with some dude. And then the last verse is the two girls cheating together and turning gay. It's a beautiful uh-huh. song. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he ends it with a little laugh at the end. So it's, you know, it's a little tongue in cheek, I guess, but. Yeah. Ah, uh, tongue in like cheek. Oh, look at you, man. This guy's a, jur- <laughs> this guy's a journalist. Uh, <laughs> chapter chapter six, chapter six. When are we gonna call it a tour de force, though? Get a tour de force. <laughs> it's, it's over after that. I'll, it's stamped. I, I was saving that for the Black Panther. <laughs> um, chapter six is I consider it an interlude because he's not rapping on it. Yeah, he's just singing, showing that he can sing. No, he can hold the tune, which is pretty cool. Um, next song is Tasso's very song. Yeah, yeah. Ronald Reagan era. This shit is still a monstrosity. It is. This shit is oof. Yeah, this is really still good. Was it Rizza on it? Wasn't he doing ad libs on the song? He is, yeah. I I thought he produced it actually. Did he? No, that's not he he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he did, but he's doing ad libs on it. I just assume if I hear Rizza that he produces it. Yeah, why who who calls up Rizza like yo, I need your ad libs, bro? Just send them through. It didn't sound like a it didn't sound like a Rizza beat at all. So I was like That's Tay Beast. Tay Beast produced it. Mm. Right. I think it was Rizza's uh, alias anyway. But it had a you know what it is? It had a Wu Tang sound to it and his aggression. He probably needed those Rizza ad libs like you know, it's like a homage. I would love to hear that phone call. Rizza. I, I need you on this hook. Yeah, I think this background. sounds like you, man. I need the do, do, do. What does he say? Let me hear this shit. Hold on. Let's see what he says. Well, after whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop, and then Rizza comes in and says something. California function? I don't know. <laughs> Is that what he says? California function? I don't know. Is that what he says? Sounds like it. I'm hearing it now. Let me California see. Dungeons. Dungeons. <laughs> Live from the dungeons or something like that. <laughs> California Dungeons. Yo, that's that close. What's funny is that's how Rizza talks. He don't even got to like get a voice, a different voice in. Like that's just, nah. Rizza, can you just say this? California Dungeon. <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> California. 
He's definitely um, one take too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is all I'm doing, buddy. <laughs> Send the ten thousand. Um, old man's dreams. Oh, this is really, really, really good. Yeah, that's a that's little layer too with the Edgar Allan Poe. And that's a uh, GLC on the end. Damn, mm-hmm. another guy from that era we haven't heard from since. Um, um college dropout, right? Yeah, GLC was signed to good music. Yeah. That's uh, mm-hmm. Kanye's one oh, of Kanye's yeah. best friends. Yeah, he was on Spaceship, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Him and uh, Consequence. My boy Consequence. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Don't Quit Your Day Job Today. That shit was oof, still pretty good. Um, This song was really good, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Go ahead. My fault. No, I forgot. The, I was trying to think of the Consequence song. Good morning, America. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, well, cool. the good, the bad, and the ugly is his. Yeah. Is that, that that's what it was? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah. good, the bad. Oh, yeah. Good morning, mm-hmm. America. Good America. morning, America. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We could play a, a, we should make up a fucking game show like that. You got to say the first bars <laughs> and guess the song. Um, we'll save it for our consequence episode. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's back to back with the future episode. That's going to be a dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Chapter 10 is next. Chapter 10 no, is Spike, no, no, you know what? So, Spiteful Chant, yeah. they took it off Apple Music for some reason. Remember Spiteful really? Chant? Yeah. Oh, Which I to- uh, with the big I totally head. forgot. With Probably sa- sample clearance issues, but uh, yeah. Oh, man. I forgot I, about Spiteful Chant. I forgot about the song. Tasso brought it up, and that, that's one of my favorite songs on the fucking album. And <laughs> yeah. I, Yo, I'm going like four years, totally forgot about it. And Yo, that it. shit is crazy with the crazy-ass mm-hmm. sample, too. Yeah, it's like some it's grand fucking Roman Empire French, shit. orchestra. Yeah, French people. I some, think they, yeah. Apparently, it's on Spotify. They just took it off in 2019. Really? Oh shit! Which so you're right. Bullshit. Oh, removed. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I have to rip this shit from the fucking depths of the internet. Sorry, Kendrick. <laughs> this is crazy. That's nuts, man. I'm kind of sad about that. It's I'm gonna go- check on Rap Godfather to see if it's on there. <laughs> Definitely not on there. Damn, that shit. But I'm saying this is like a gazillion years later. What the fuck? Who wanted their money? That's what I'm saying. This song is really good too. It's fantastic. Um, and it kind of gives me Michael Jordan vibes if we uh want to be honest. Um, with mm. the hook. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a sequel. Yeah, Michael Jordan sequel. Oh yeah, so this it was sampled. Shows from- my hypocrisy. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I love that fucking. I'm like, what's going on here? Um, so it was sampled from a French musician named uh, Woodkid, ah. Spiteful Chant. So he yeah, he probably just caught wind of it in 2019. He's American. You're listening to this Woodkid. Wood you're listening to this bullshit. What's the last yeah, song Woodkid put out? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wood kid looks like Alchemist. You should Google him. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks like Derringer? They all look like they're related for some yeah. reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who, Griselda producer. He looks like them too. Yeah, Dar- like yeah. Derringer. Oh, Derringer. Yeah, yeah, he looks Derringer. just like them, man. I'm like what? Oh wow, he does look like Alchemist. He got a beard and everything. <laughs> what the I'm fuck? The, I'm, I'm starting to look like Alchemist. So yeah, yo, for sure. Now it says <laughs> French going- music video director. He's not even a musician. He says a songwriter, singer-songwriter as well. Ah, yes. All right. Mid. That's trash. Chapter 10 is another interlude. We could skip that. Uh, Keisha's song is fucking fire. Of course. Beautiful. Yeah. Shows Great Kendrick's uh, storytelling skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, he keeps Keisha up, I think, up until damn he's referencing Keisha. For sh- so damn he talks it, about Keisha? Really? Yeah. I think I was, um, I was listening to it today and he said something up. 
we'll get there when we get there. Gotcha, gotcha. Remember. But, you know, he mentions her, obviously, um, in Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pimple he Butterfly, it. too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Damn, that's nuts. I want, I want to know who Keisha is. He, there's definitely Keisha in his life. Maybe, maybe kind of different people combined equal Keisha, but that represents Keisha sure for sure. That had a lot of effect on him, and you know he keeps that in mind with every time. And it starts with this song. It's a song, you know, he talks about this prostitute, and it's not even like you know, oh, you know, she's a hoe. What the fuck is she doing? It's more like, all right, this is why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you know he's telling his little sister, she did it for this reason. Don't think of her as an evil person. I just want you to not make the same mistake she did. And it's it's very powerful the way he portrays that because you know especially in rap, women aren't always shown in the best light, mm-hmm. let alone mm-hmm. a prostitute. And he's able to you know paint us this picture of this woman who's just suffering. Mm-hmm. Is this his Brenda's got a baby? Yeah, L- literally he says that, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, he said her favorite song. He said her favorite song was Brenda's got a baby. Mm. Yeah, in the song. Yeah. No, he said he says that you wrote a song about my sister. The message resembled Brenda's got a baby. Ah. No, but he, no, but he said Keisha's favorite. All right, I'm not gonna start arguing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both but right. He, said, <laughs> <laughs> he probably said both. Right? Yeah, he probably he said definitely both. said both. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, all right. Let's get out of the gloom. This song right here, Oof. rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. Oh, gotta play this. This is. Yeah. I used to. I used to, oh man, I used to try to practice. I used to practice this shit all the time in school, trying to get this shit. I ran out of breath too many times. You got me breathing with dragons. I cracked the egg. In, right? I cracked the egg in your basket. I can't. I already forgot. It's crazy. I remember I the video was fine. That live, man. I want to see him perform that live. Yeah, definitely. I think I don't know if I've seen him do that live. No, you probably have because everyone who's seen him in New York like before. Good Kid Mad City said that he performed this on like three times in a row. Every yeah, time I probably it. have. I think I've seen him Damn. in SOBs after. I mean, I feel like he should do this shit now, man. Like, he should definitely go back for the fans and shit. Um, he should do the B-Sides tour like, oh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, shit, man. He got some cuts. He said he'll mm-hmm. never tour uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, but that's another story when we get there. Kusha Corinthians... Um, Blow my high. Absol's outro is Absol. I think this is a standout. We got to talk about this. I'll skip yeah, the other yeah, two definitely. songs. But Absol rapping on this fucking jazz sample. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand. How do you approach this shit? Like, when do you... Like, oh, man. He has to have been on acid and shrooms at the same time. <laughs> yeah. This shit is difficult, man. Like, is this even produced by anybody? Like, or is it just like... Let me see this shit. Might be Terrence Martin. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Where is it? No, Terrence Martin. Absol's outro. Martin. Yeah, Terrence Martin for sure. Yeah. Who's who plays everything? Right? Doesn't he play like the sax and or the trumpet and drums too? He's super talented. Guys like yeah. little mini prince. <laughs> now, this is definitely a standout track though. Yo, that shit. Was, he didn't even rap on it, did he? Kendrick, no, um, no. He's, no. He's, he's he spoke, spoke at the, the end. end. Yeah. And he was on the hook. He's on the hook. Life is a traffic jam. Going back, okay, kind of going back to it being like something you hadn't heard. Like I don't know, especially me at that time, and hearing that song, you're just like, "What the fuck is this? Like this yeah, is insane." I didn't know what the fuck I was listening to. I remember, I used to be one of those people that didn't play the last song until like I let it play because I wanted to keep 
starting the album over. I like I wanted it to digest everything. And then when I finally heard it, maybe on the third or fourth listen, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? This is who the fuck is this? What is going on here? I thought I played the wrong album by accident. I'm like, maybe this is a Miles album and just skipped in. But um that shit is that shit is nuts. And then the last song, which is I I don't know why he put it at the as the last song. It has last song vibes, but I guess to me, in my eyes, it was like a bonus cut to me. But it was part of the album. Because we heard it before the album. Yeah. yeah. We probably we probably played it over and over again. For sure. <laughs> and yeah. that's High Power. Um, J. Cole. J. Cole produced, J. Cole's yeah. best production, in my opinion. Ever? Ever. Nah, really? I didn't think about this at all, but it feels right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like uh, on, um, what's the album, The Blue Cover? Uh, sideline story, no. sideline <laughs> story. Jesus Christ, that shit was terrible, <laughs> man. Forest, no, yeah. Twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. No, no. Uh, the mixtape with the blue Friday cover. Night Lights. Friday oh, Night Lights. Oh God, that oh, shit is that's mm. yo that shit right there. His production on there with uh with the other kid isn't that bad on there. He got some joints there. No, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I just forgot how much he produced. Like I have to listen to it again. Well, I mean, that's always been like a thing with him. They say like he shouldn't produce his own shit. He should let other people produce it, and that's why. um, Yeah, I think I say that once a week. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think his beats are that bad, man. It's he just sounds. Is that he kills everyone else? You know what? It doesn't bring out the best in him for some reason. Like his own production. No, like on his solo albums, I'm not a big fan of his solo work. Like I like for some reason. Same. Um. Well, as far as he'll drive, I haven't heard it in a while. But does it stand up? Does it stand the test of time? I mean, that's definitely his best. But I can't say he has a classic album. Really? I can't oh, that's another Cold. debate for another day. Yeah, that's another debate. Yeah, yeah that's that's a. Uh, we might have to take callers for that one. That shit is gonna get heated. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, J Cole fans are like Tupac fans, man. Like they're yeah. rabid, bro. I'm sorry, but Feature Cole is a different animal. Yeah, for Feature sure. Is a beast. That, for that's sure. a. I even yeah. love this feature on that fucking uh, 21 Savage song. That shit was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He bodied that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why 21 Savage picked that beat. But, all right. Next one. Uh, I guess this is technically the la- the major label debut album. Um, this is Aftermath, Dr. Dre, but this is still TDE. It's been TDE since the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, Good Kid, Mad City. What does the MAD stand for? Angels on angels. Well, angels right? does. But there were like three different meanings. Is and it? I used to know all of them. I used to know all of them. No, I forgot. <laughs> Very unprofessional. Um, I don't know it either, so it's fine. Um I just I knew the uh Angels on Angel Dust. Angels on Angel Dust. Angel okay. Dust, yeah. What does the M stand for? I'll get back to you. <laughs> all right, so Matt, look, so Matt. my angel my angels on angel dust, my oh, yeah. angry adolescence divided. There you go. There you that's, go. Yeah, that's all I see right now. Yeah. My, ang- my angry adolescence divided. That's fucking fire. I've never known that. I just, you know, I'm like, maybe he's spelling mad a little differently. Who knows? Um, I think it references there's a West Coast rapper that had a song, something too. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah? Yeah, something um, mad. But he, he, you know, he definitely did his homework on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Everything's, everything, nothing is done by accident. Everything's done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. First song for this craft. What's the shit is this shit? What's this song? Shireen. 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 AKA Master Splinter's daughter. What's this one about? Hold on. Shireen. Jeez. I, haven't heard this I met her at a house party in El Segundo. I left my yeah, wallet kinda... in El Segundo. Mm-hmm. 
he introduces he introduces kind of the whole story that he's gonna tell on the album. Well, mm. half of it. It's him, you know, meeting Train, um, mm-hmm. who he calls Master Splinter's daughter, which I understood it as her being a rat, like because she ends up ratting him out to like the guys to rob her, right? Yeah, to yeah, rob right. him. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it also gets interpreted as she's a hood rat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. A I don't hood know rat. There that. you go. I think that one makes more sense, actually. I'm Tazo, are you opening up a bag of chips over there? I just hear like brustling <laughs> like crazy. Oh no no. Oh, nah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, from the get go, I think you could hear uh, Dre's in on this. That beat just sounds like something Dre's behind. Um, even though it's somebody else. Oh, the business produced this. Interesting. Um, business. Huh. He. This definitely sounds like Dre mastering. I don't know. It just sounds like some Dre shit. Them little sounds and shit. Um. What's the next song? Oh man. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Number two, mm-hmm. and it goes the way it goes into it. I love it because at the end of the first song, you know, you have the voicemail from his parents, mm-hmm. and then the dad says at the end of the voicemail, he's like, "Bitch, turn my motherfucking music on. You're trying to kill my vibe." And then it just flows right into. <laughs> and that's his real dad vibe. speaking, right? Yeah, 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 and his real mm-hmm. mom. That's crazy. Yeah, I love it. You love to see it. This song is just timeless. I think mm-hmm. was that was mm-hmm. one of the singles, right? Yeah, for sure. What was the first yeah, thing off this shit? Let's see. Swim, was it swimming pools or was it? Oh yeah, it was swimming pools. It was swimming pools. Yeah, yeah. swimming pools. Well, he he uh released the recipe first. I thought that was the first single. Oh album. man, I love the track. recipe. The recipe I wasn't too was crazy my about the recipe. shit. What? You wasn't crazy? I loved it, yeah. man. Once I found out who he sampled it from, it was like a rock group. Um, I was listening to it was like an indie rock group. I was was like, it the French guy? Looks like Alchemist. Nah, nah. Some, <laughs> other, <laughs> some other people. I forgot who it was, but I remember listening to this shit, and it's like um, some little indie rock group there. Um, it might say it here, actually. Sample credits. Uh, the recipe. Uh, twin sister. There you go. Meet the frownies. Twin sister. I don't know. I was I was I was deep in my uh, um pitchfork indie rock bag. My pitch my pitchfork <laughs> bag, bag. You know so um. <laughs> The next song is Backseat Backseat Freestyle. This mm-hmm. is a uh, after this this album's after Yeah, this is 2 years after Watch the Throne. Section 80. Oh. Right? Yeah. Mhm. 2 years after Watch the Throne. Mhm. Um so Hit Boy's already got a name. So when people heard Hit Boy produces, they already were eyes open like what the fuck is this? Um I think this is the same year that ASAP Rocky's first album came out, right? Uh, Wait, it's 2012? Yeah. Right. I just remember Lit, hearing this Lit song. Love ASAP was 2011. I remember 2011. That. There it is. Wait, wait. The, the mixtape? That was oh, the mixtape. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. I think the album came out Yeah, probably the year after. So, yeah. I just remember hearing this song around the same time as um um the other Hit Boy song. The, other, the, the Hit Boy song with ASAP. What's that shit called? Goldie. Goldie. Goldie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, like these thing. sound very similar as far as like mm-hmm. drums and sounds being used and shit, but that's true. Um, this shit was crazy. Um, Kendrick loaded on this, yeah, his, for sure. His for cadence sure. on this whole fucking song. Just um, next mm-hmm. song is the Art of Pressure. Interlude again? Yeah, oh, no, it's a song. No, no, this is the was this the rap where they start? They go to rob the house. And, yeah, you know, they almost get caught. And gotcha, gotcha. It's just he keeps up the theme. I think the only one, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, wasn't really a part of the theme of the, the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it still fit perfectly, but in terms of the story that he was telling, mm-hmm. 
Um, you have the intro with Shireen. Then you have um, the backseat freestyle. You know, he's rapping with his boys. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into Art of Peer Pressure where now they're, you know, doing dumb Beanies. shit, about to go rob a house. Yeah. yeah. And the part I love about this song is at the end when he's like, you know, we made a right, then made a left, then made a right, then made a left. And then uh, he goes a little, uh, then he plays the sirens and he's like, they made a right, they made a left, they made a right, and then they made a left or some shit. I probably fucked that up. But basically the cops got lost and he's like one lucky night with the homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Avoided a, a felony. So good job, Kendrick. <laughs> and then it just floats into money trees after that. Which, yeah. Yeah. Um, which um, is crazy. Are, are you hearing anything weird on my side still? Yeah, that's still what I'm saying. Like a... I'm here. I hear you rustling. I, that sounds like you're trying to rustle a paper together. It still sounds yeah, that it, way. Yeah. It's or the now microphone now. whenever it touches against anything. Oh, copy. Uh, Us mere mortals don't have AirPods, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get your money still up. though. Damn, I'm trying to like. If I, you hold it, you good. Yeah. There you, you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he has a fist on his fucking <laughs> headphones right now. Um, what happens if you take off the headphones? Can you hear us clearly? Clearly? Yeah, probably not. Let's see. Can you hear me though? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this shit was crazy. I remember just being perplexed on why he's not saying bitch. Um, somebody was probably like, he probably didn't like the sound of what it sounds just keep saying the word bitch i try to go deep i'm like he's affiliated with bloods he doesn't want to use the c's and bitch but uh probably not what do you guys think uh I, yeah i think it's just like in section 18 with the fuck dots and it's just kind of i thought like, i thought it was some cali shit i don't know I, I didn't really that's what it. i thought i was saying bitch od after that i was calling everyone a bitch yeah, yeah bitch. bitch yeah for sure that shit is fire um yeah, that's od j-rock j-rock had one of it. the first of the year that one for sure i mean east coast we all say pause for shit like this but i remember domed was yeah. like a wow what did he just say <laughs> uh, i remember going to a party and purchase and some chick from dc was like yo y'all all getting molly wops if y'all come to the door i'm like do you know what you just said <laughs> you know what that means here <laughs> that means you're giving everyone head if we try to get into the party we're going in um but apparently molly wops means you're getting hit over your head Apparently. And don't means you're getting shot. Yeah, yeah, don't means you're getting shot, apparently. Um, okay, we gotta get straight into it. Talk about the biggest beef ever that never went anywhere. Poetic justice was the next song with Drake. Um I don't think this, they're done yet. Huh? I don't think they're done yet. I don't know, man. I I feel like they don't want Drake don't want that smoke, man. I don't know. I mean that was pretty much confirmed because yeah. he definitely no one went after him. After you know what? Control, it, I felt there was unfinished bu- uh, business until Pusha came with the story of Adidon. Now I'm like, okay, maybe Drake's staying away from beef now. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, I thought there was unfinished business between them. Yeah. Pusha T put his foot in his ass with that shit. <laughs> um, but Poetic Justice is definitely a song they did. Like, let's get some radio play. You and I are already friends. We're both emerging artists. Um, people already know who Drake was. He was a fucking, he was on his way to megastar status already at this time. Um, so I mean, it's still, I like how it's still, as far as sounds go, I guess it still goes with the sound of the album. It doesn't really stand out too crazy. It kind of, the, the theme of it to me, like it still matches the theme. It's kind of his, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, his, his little poem to Shireen, right? Mm -hmm. So he's still, you know, seducing her. Cause at this point of the album, 
Uh, he hasn't fucked Terrain yet. Mm. The, the intro song kind of, you know, lays that out. But then at this point of the album, he's still trying to romance her. So the song plays out like that. I mean, I don't think, you know, when they made the song, that was the intent. Mm. But it plays out and you could pretend. And I like pretending. Oh, okay. I'm pretending. Nice. <laughs> um, I, I, I just realized how much more we got to cover. So I guess we'll just talk about what are your, your standouts because we're going to be here for a minute if we go yeah, through yeah, any song. Yeah, um, we can't do track by track. Uh, what do you like after this? I like Mad City. Mad City was insane. That that yeah. drop is just... I, I remember seeing that live and he had like the fireworks and everything and mm. it's just... He, he knows how to do that song and that's definitely probably the standout to me. Um, mm-hmm. on, a, on an album that I just really love, actually. Yeah, it's my it favorite. It's my favorite Kendrick album. Yeah, um, a good kid into Mad City, like both of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, um, Pharrell, Pharrell produced Good Kid. No way. Yeah, what? yeah, he did. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I could not tell. I saw that actually today. And of course, Swimming Pool, Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst might be one of the best songs I've heard. Period. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's the layers. Swimming Pool or Sing About Me? Sing, uh, about, sing me. about Me. Yeah, Sing About Me is really, really good. Swimming yeah. Pools. Um, let's just talk about him picking as a, as a first single real quick. Why, um, did he do it on purpose? What's the, me- like the message is crazy. Like what, what is it risky to throw a song out like this first? Or like, what do you think? Yeah, it was, it was different, but nothing about the man is, you know, normal. Um, nor for like, you know, mainstream, I guess, approach. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put, I guess the song that he liked that the message the most out there and he did that mm. and uh it was like a catchy enough hook for him to get his message across and for mm. it to, for it to be a you know huge mainstream uh single mm-hmm. so, so i yeah, mean with that decision i mean it's interesting because they played this song in places where people were drinking so because you, yeah. you think it's a drinking song Pull yeah up, drink meanwhile it's talking about crippling alcoholism and uh <laughs> effects that it could have on a, on a youth's for life sure and, Destructive choices, but fuck it, pull up and drink. <laughs> wow, you just caught the Holy Ghost right there, man. That was a stream of consciousness right there. What's, what makes me, what, what this song reminds me of, as far as like taking a risk and uh, doing a song uh, out of the norm, as far as message goes, but sonically still like fucking with hip hop and rap, is Jesus Walks. Like I remember, That's like exactly uh, what I was gonna say. Yo, like yo, Ye was like, yo, I want this song. They're gonna play this shit in the clubs. Like I want them to play this, like, cause it's it's still like a beat that you can still nod your head to, and um, it's mm-hmm. a catchy it's hook. Enough, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's um, exactly what I thought of. So you said sing about me after. Real with Anna Wise is fire. I love it. Um, uh, I didn't know Anna Wise was a thick white woman until I saw her on uh. Ooh, I didn't what? know that. What's the what's the show? Uh, what's the guy that left the Daily Show? He has his own uh, Nate Night show now. Colbert, Stephen Colbert. Colbert, Colbert. I did see her on that. Yes, that's Anna Wise. Um, Compton that's is that. the last song. Dr. Dre, Fire. That's probably that's probably my least favorite. Really, I still like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Look, this album to me is perfect, beginning to end. I don't right. skip anything. To me, every song is great, but that is my least favorite, which is fine. It's a great song. Uh, bitch, don't kill my vibe remix. I gotta just talk about it because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a oh. whole venture. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think it's cool. The story with you guys, don't, you guys probably know the story from reading it. The they surprised Kendrick with that verse. He didn't know Jay was gonna be on that on that song. Oh yeah, I saw the clip on YouTube. Yeah, yeah I remember hearing about that. Yeah, he just walks in. They play it for me. He's like, actually, like, oh shit, what the fuck? Well, that's crazy. 
Um, and they've been cool ever since, apparently. So um, it was probably just sad because that verse wasn't that good. But nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I still <laughs> liked his flow on it. I just I don't know. And yeah, then Kendrick was like, "Hold on, nigga, I'm gonna blow past you right now. Yeah. I'm gonna show you I can rap." Oh yeah, that last verse was insane. Yeah, that was. shit was crazy. That last verse was in. I was like. It was very hard for me to admit. I was like, "Damn, Kendrick blew by this man, yo, it's crazy." Um, but all right, so we got to talk about the behemoth, the elephant in the room. Um, people were actually talking about this the other day on Twitter, and my old head hit me up. Or my old head, I was talking to my OG. Excuse me, not my old head. No disrespect, Mo. My fault. My OG was telling me, um, this is like the guy I talked to about music from all the way from like late eighties, early nineties to now. Films and all that shit. And he was like, yo, they voted to Pippa Butterfly as the best hip-hop album of all time. I, he said, I, I was, he was bugging. He's like, oh, you lost your goddamn mind. But I was telling them to people from this generation, this might be it. Uh, to Pippa Butterfly, what's the what's your thoughts going into it? Yeah, um, I think it's a great album. It's, it's, it's an amazing, phenomenal work of art. Um, definitely, I, I, I think it's pretty much... You can. It's a classic. It's a rap. It's a music classic. Yeah. Um. It's just the the theme to it. Ahead of um, its time. The songs. It mm-hmm. definitely is. The the production on it is just insane. It's yeah. It's to say it's the best album of all time. That's just a, another conversation that hard to kind of break down. But certainly best album of the year that year. Um, is that the one that lost to Macklemore? Yep. No, I think Good Kid, Mad City did. Oh, maybe Good, Good Kid, Mad City. City. Right. And that's when he got the text, the infamous like, text. You don't think Malcolm? You don't think Malcolm deserved it? Well, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. It's better than Tupac or Butterfly, definitely. That album was. <laughs> Macklemore's album. album Easily, come on. <laughs> Yo, Macklemore don't get the respect he deserved, but he was a battle rapper, bro. He's from like the. He used to rap in like the really rap, rappy rap, cannabis, uh, filled leagues, you know, with. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's old footage of him being in them shits, but I don't know. He's so I'll take Asher Roth over him, bro. Oh, Asher Roth. Oh, <laughs> man. I'll take Mac Miller take, over all of them. I'll take Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Holy Shout shit. Shout to Dave on Hulu. Um, <laughs> how is it? Is it a good show? It's funny. It's very funny. Mm. Um, all right. So from the get-go, like 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 these gentlemen were saying, this album is just different. Um, it took me a lot of listens to like really like it. And appreciate it. Um, I was very, very excited for me to hear it. Like, I was really, really excited. Um, I remember one the first songs he debuted. First of all, the song away Anna Wise um, didn't even make it till the other until he put out the, like the second part of To Pimp a Butterfly, which was called Untitled. But um, he did that song first. As far as like, oh, this is gonna be on To Pimp a Butterfly. There was That's another the one he did on the Colbert Report, right? Yeah, on the Colbert Report. Um, King Kunta was a single, I believe. Um, I think I think I, I was the I was the first one. Yeah, I how did I go? Uh, let's see. Oh, let me just click here. Um, about to sing it. I don't remember how I goes. Oh, I love myself. I hated this song. Oh my me too, god, actually. I hated this song. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. Holy I like the shit! Way better on the album. Yeah, on the album I like way better, but I didn't like the song at all. Jaro, you're not Jay. You're not saying nothing. Looks like you liked it. I fucking love that. Song. No way, <laughs> for real? Yeah, I, I'm honestly off this album. The only one I don't really like is Complexion. Um, and Hood Politics. I'm, you know, I like. I, and I 
I like it all, but I love I. I is just I love that song. It I was, love that song. I, <laughs> it was way yo. It just sounded too Target commercial for me, man. I was like, yo, what is this? OD, it's politically charged. It's yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, his voice sounded really high pitched in that song. I love myself. Out. Oh <laughs> no, man! I'd have been, I'd have been through a whole lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I tried to forget this song. I did a great job the last couple years. I forgot I'm about like this. JID, Tasso. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Um, right. I don't want to say anything about him now. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the standouts. Uh, I like King Kunta. Well, the songs people like are like King Kunta. These All walls. Right. If these walls could talk, this is my shit. Um, you is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Like, that's that's probably my favorite song. That's like album. the heaviest. Yeah, yeah. Because he's talking about himself the entire time. Yeah, mm. about his depression and the suicidal thoughts. How people view him. I, yeah, saying that he changed up. He wasn't there. I love the beat on that. Yeah, that's a happy song. But then he goes from that to All Right, which is like. The greatest transition ever. Yeah. yeah, he does that a lot, and on this album especially, where he kind of like lows and highs. Kind of will, yeah, the yeah, lowest, lowest, lowest like, highs, and highs. Contrasting mm. messages on some of the songs. So you have like you, where it's you know um, he's basically like in a kind of in a dark zone, and then you go straight to all right, which isn't a, you know such an uplifting song, but it is supposed to be uplifting, even though it has a heavy message about police brutality, right? I guess and all that. And that song, all right, you know, ended up being huge right right they ended up fucking fueling a whole movement essentially yeah. yeah that's what they say i mean it's just the album just shows the complexity of the minority in america that's what it's doing with the lows and the that highs is, you heard brother yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you gotta be woke for it yeah you gotta I be think woke that was, for it <laughs> that was the that was an issue with me with the album at first it felt like homework like the first uh, couple times i heard it yes so you hear it and you know like you're able to recognize that there's a theme and i, I couldn't understand it for the life of me it took me a while I, like <laughs> I couldn't understand I it. To, me either, man. I had to look it up, and I, I like I was like, I don't feel like doing this, Kendrick. Like, I, fuck it, I want to fucking just enjoy it, and you know, a little something more straightforward. And then I, I just clicked one day, and it's just the, the album I ended up appreciating is so. Much I hate to sound like a hipster, but I liked it from the first listen. I'm like, this is insane. I don't know. Hmm. It's because you, you know, as a Greek and Italian, understand the plight of African Americans. <laughs> Understands the plight of, yeah. of the brother man. Of the brothers. Uh, it felt like I was watching like a Broadway play or something. I don't know. Like, it, it, was your like white, it was your white guilt. The white guilt. That's crazy. Um, no, I didn't even get the message at first. Like, I, I didn't, <laughs> no I one did. Clicked, but I just liked the album. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it took, I don't know, man. What, what, what was the message you got initially? Man, he's... He's doing something different right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared, what you did you I end up doing? Go ahead, my fault. Everything, mm -hmm. and I prefer aggressive Kendrick, and he has enough of those. You know, like uh, you, all right, Black of the Berry. There's like a lot of aggressive Kendrick on here, so I think that's why. Mm. Like I prefer yeah. that. The first time I heard it, the message, I, I was, I thought it was kind of a little all over the place because he ends it with Tupac. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. And then the poem, I'm like, oh, that's what he was saying the whole album, right? And then I'm like, wait, do I focus on the poem? Like, what the fuck is the poem about? What's Tupac have to do with this? And then you realize, kind of, I'm like, well, what the fuck is a butterfly? Why is it getting pimped out? And it was just kind of a lot that I couldn't figure out. And like I said, it felt like homework. Well, tell, tell the people, tell the people. There's probably people that still don't know. Okay, so to pimp a butterfly, right, is essentially from his point of view, just essentially, um, <laughs> Uh, the butterflies getting pimped out 
the butterfly is each one of us, right? Getting pimped out by either, you know, your job or I think he more specifically is talking about the industry, the rap industry, mm. pimping out artists um, so come into this industry and they kind of use you for everything you have. They'll pimp you out and you get left with nothing, right? So that's kind of the overlying theme of the album. So we're butterflies. Essentially. Mm-hmm. God, I got to stop saying well, that. Well, I always call Jaron the butterfly, but that's, that's another That thing. was my little caterpillar. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that's the, the ringtone that plays when he calls me. You give me butterflies. Old, old Michael Jackson song. Um, so so the industry is pimping us out. The America is pimping us out. We are the butterflies. Right. right. In different ways, you're getting pimped out. Um, and But at the end of the day, you are a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to recognize your own beauty and he does that on the song I, whereas, you know, you should love yourself. You should appreciate everything you are. Oh, that's and why then, you like it. Okay, okay. And then, you know, he has the the the, uh, the poem that he kind of, like, drops pieces of on every song. And each each piece of the poem correlates to the song. So, like, right before you, the song finishes with, and I find myself screaming in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And then you, you comes up, and it's him literally screaming. And then he starts rapping, and he... He's depressed in a hotel room. The housekeeping is knocking on the door. Housekeeping. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. And it's just when, when it clicks, you're just like, wow, that's beautiful. And um, the interview with Tupac at the end, I, you're not convincing me that wasn't a real interview. I don't mm-hmm. care. That, <laughs> it's it's that supposed really to be happened. fake, right? It's supposed to be a fake interview, no? It's it obviously yeah. Kendrick and Tupac have that interview. Because Tupac is mad dead, so it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, I'm but bugging, I, I'm bugging. I'm thinking about something else. Nah, it's a fake interview he's having nah, with Pac. Nah, Tupac's but, in Cuba still, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. what I'm convinced that this is a real interview, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. <laughs> that shit was but fire, yeah. though. Did you know um, the album was supposed to be called To Pimp a Caterpillar, which kind of start, stands for Tupac? No way. Really? Yeah, he says that a lot, actually, which... Apparently, that means it's called a backronym, which is my now my new favorite word, backronym. Yeah, so Tupac, to pimp a caterpillar. Because it's Tupac backwards? No, T- P-A-C, pimp, uh-huh. a ca- pimp a caterpillar, and then two, he was going to spell it T-U. Oh. Which, yeah, I, I like to pimp a butterfly more, uh, but that would have been cool. But he yeah. can spell it T-U, two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do he, and do butterfly. If I, if I see that floating around, I'll be like, yeah, that's probably bullshit. But he has said it like 18 times. I'm oh, like, okay, okay. Do pimple butterfly. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, Kendrick is really spelling stuff weird here. Uh, that's hilarious. Um. I remember hearing that and I was like, yo, this is fucking cool. Why put the interview in the end? What, what's, what's the, you think he just did it just because he wanted to do something cool? Like, I think it plays out best. That way, you know, he, he has pieces of the poem throughout the whole album. And then at the end, he has the whole poem, which yeah. he's presenting to Tupac. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's on the song Mortal Man, which, you know, that's the song where he's kind of talking about like different legends and, you know, everyone's mortality. And mm-hmm. this is talking to a man who obviously died extremely young who unfortunately wasn't immortal mm-hmm. yeah so i think it worked out also trying to show that he's carrying tupac's message didn't he say in the interview like i'm your disciple or something like that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. so yeah, um, definitely made, made a lot of sense how did they do this with the voice they just got somebody that sounds like him or they took they just what did they how did they do this i assume it's an old tupac interview yeah that's just he kind of ripped up and 
I don't know his acting on that. I mean, I guess we could talk about his acting overall. We could we could power rank his acting appearances. <laughs> his acting in that interview was great. Like, so you think he's just they just chopped up a, a interview and he's just asking? That's what I assume. Yeah. But... So instead of Angie Martinez asking the questions, it's Kevin. yeah, <laughs> I thought it was like because I know they've um I remember this album. I don't know, it's very skippable, but it was a Tupac. One of them, uh, how do you pronounce it? Post posthumous. Posthumous. Oh yeah. What is it? Posthumous. Posthumous? posthumous. Yeah, um, say it in a British accent. Oh, uh, posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. Um, there you go. It's called Loyal to the Game. It was produced by Eminem. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. But he <laughs> got. He got. They said that they they figured out a way to interlope or interplay and fuck with Tupac's vocals and make him say G Unit. He says G Unit about a couple that. times on there, and I'm like, how the fuck oh. did they do that? I'm not here. No. So maybe maybe uh. Maybe they they did the same thing. They just fucked around with the voice. Maybe they could, I don't know. I guess like when you put the the voice in interviews, but they don't want to hear you. Rah, 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 rah. Maybe they did that with the uh, with Pac. No, I'm, yeah. I'm in the future. It's not too much. <laughs> All right, cool. It's possible. It could be. It could be. All right, is no, it? It's, it, uh, it, it's definitely from ahead. an old interview, by the way. It is. Oh, yeah, man. it has to be. Yeah. A I 1994 was interview with a Swedish radio show P3 Soul, hosted no by Nielsker. No wonder. It had to be a yeah. Swedish show. Had so, to be. The Swedes, man. The Swedes, they, they get the gems out of you, man. They get the gems out of you. <laughs> when you don't speak the language, you can say whatever you want. Um, <laughs> is it a classic, man? It's the Pimper Butterfly classic. It's how many years yes. old? It is five? 2015. Yeah, it's five yeah, years five. old. It's Actually, weird, oh, man. shit. It's, it just turned five years old. Mm-hmm. March 15th. It's Happy crazy. Birthday. Wow. It's the classic argument is weird with music, right? So it's five years enough time, it's twenty years enough time. It, it all depends. Sometimes you know when something's a classic. I think people were crowning this, you know, the second it dropped, which was weird. But I, th- I think it's a classic. Sorry about I think that. overall, <laughs> it's, all, it's all right. <laughs> I think you have to consider it just a, a rap classic. I think it, I remember it getting bombed though. No, I remember the people shitting on it. I, no, I remember it being very in the middle. Like you either liked it or you hated it. The um, critics loved it, and a lot of people felt that way. But yeah, um, I don't know. It just felt so ahead of its time. Yeah. Like I, I feel like twenty years like, from now, it's still gonna sound good. I think people are gonna start coming around to it. It's his Jesus. Yeah. Uh, ah. Which <laughs> I like you know, Jesus from the get. Jesus. Really? I like Jesus. I, I did too. I did too. But like, it's, I'll stay out of this conversation. Yeah. Oh, not a big Kanye Jesus. fan, Toss. <laughs> um, I'm not a big Jesus fan. Oh, okay, okay. At all. Yeah. Uh, I'll listen to that album before the gospel album. I'll tell you that much. Well, uh, yeah, that's fair. Well, I never. <laughs> I, I, I only listen to the No Malice verse on the gospel album. <laughs> <for nothing else>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think this is. I think this is one of those albums that it's way too different for you to just put in a classic box. I think it needs to. I think. I think also because it's different, people try to say it was a classic. Um. I don't know. I just I, I try not to when you, you guys are on social media a lot. When you're on Twitter and shit, you see how people ride the wave. Um it's it's right now it's on the other side of the wave where people are just shitting on it. Really? I think I, well, I thought people were putting it on their list. That's what I'm saying. The the my my conversation comes from somebody telling me they saw it on Twitter as somebody voted as the best album of all time. Um which I don't know. Sonically is just I didn't a think hard list. I didn't think it would get there. I do think it's a classic, but for people to call it the greatest, I didn't know that it would yeah. reach that level. I don't right. think it's the greatest album. Nah, definitely not. 
I don't know, sonically is just a lot to listen to for me. Um, I have to be in that zone. It's not like an album I could play in the gym. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the weights and start fucking sitting in uh, crisscross. That's, that's the that's the thing about the album. You have yeah. to like you, like I, there's no song that I really like. Just oh, you know, let me play this one song. If I'm gonna yeah. listen to one song, I'm gonna listen to the whole album. Right, right. Kind of. And I think the only song you homework. could pump like that is all right. You know, and that's right. because King, it's just King catchy. Kunta. Yeah. King Kunta. King Kunta. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But like universally, all right is like when it became part of the. Uh, Black Lives Matter uh, theme song and shit. I remember playing that shit in parties and like, or hearing that shit in parties and people saying this is the Black National Anthem. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, ended up being like, and then he had the performance. Um, was it the Grammys one where he stood on top of the police car? Mm. Remember? And then that's when Geraldo Rivera started talking shit. Everyone on Fox News was talking shit about him because, you know, he was disrespected and he, all he said was, look, don't focus on the hip hop, focus on the message. Which you're not addressing. The message is about police brutality and the fact that they're killing us at a young age, so on and so forth. And so it, it didn't he chop up that Geraldo sample later? I think yeah, so. on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you guys, thumbs up or thumbs down? Classic. Is this his classic? Yes. Well, one of them. <laughs> so you just comparing it to himself? Okay. Um, wait, wait, what was the question? Is Tapimba Butterfly classic? Is his? Is this his classic? Is this every our artist has a definitive like? Uh, well, the artists in this conversation, this J, Kendrick Lamar definitely deserves to be like uh, not all the way, but he's in those J Nas conversations a little bit at oh, least. For sure. Um, yeah. um, and everybody has their classic. Um, it was written the Blueprint, uh, Reasonable Doubt. Uh, Nas got another one in my opinion. It was um. No, it was rain. Illmatic and it was rain is is my classics for me for him. Um, yeah, me too. But um, is this Kendrick's like? Is, is what's the album you're gonna play for people? If is it is it Section Eighty? Is it this? Um, what's the album you're gonna play for people if you need to introduce people to Kendrick Lamar? Probably Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. I think that's his. I think that's his magnus magnum opus. I think mm. that's the one that you're like, all right, this is kind of perfect front to back. But then you're like, all right, this guy also did this album, which is also beautiful. And you played Tapimba Butterfly. Tapimba Butterfly is a tour de force. So it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. There it yeah, is. Yeah, it is a tour. <laughs> I just think it ain't for everybody. Like, you have to have those kind of ears. Like, you got to be able to, like, expand, like, uh, like, I don't know. All of us, like, are into different music genres or we at least going to experiment. But, like, if you just want to hear hip hop, hip hop, this ain't it. That's this not ain't it, it for you. Nah. Um, if you don't drink wine with your pinky out, you're not gonna really fuck. Yeah, with for sure, much. for sure. Um, if you're not burning sage and incense in your house, this album isn't for you. Um, yeah, if you don't meditate at least three times a week, you ain't gonna <laughs> fuck with this shit. Damn, my numbers are down. I only do it once. Damn, my numbers. Nah, you gotta pump the like numbers it. up. <laughs> uh, but I, this is go ahead. Classic, then. Good Kid, Mad City, and this. Oh, uh, I yeah. think Section Eighty is his first classic, man, for sure. But then that's the conversation we need to have if it's, you know, if that's considered a real, like, because it's, it's an album. It's an album. But, you know, he only has, like, three under the label. So he has right. three classics, maybe even four classics. Are we going to say that right now? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Do, do, all right. What's a classic to you guys? We got to get into that because that word gets thrown around a lot. What a is classic a classic? is an album dropped by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right. That's the definition. All right. Are we saying this is his classic or it is a classic when you say that one of those albums are his classics? Is one it- of the things I was doing, which led me to kind of, I was having this conversation with Tasso where I was like, holy shit. I was doing like the top 10 
of the decade, and he legit had three albums that were in the top ten of the decade, mm-hmm. maybe top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was that was me not counting Section Eighty as an album, which if we do, then that's that's probably in the top ten as well. Mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know if that's called that considers them classics if they're the best of the decade, but it's they're some of the best albums that have been made in the last ten years. Yeah. But we have to get to damn right. Yeah, we're gonna go yeah. to damn next. Now, so that's. I was gonna ask if you guys think that's a classic. Like, I, don't I don't know if it's a. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I, I really like this album. So I love this album. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. And I think us as listeners like it also because it's such a contrast from "To Pimp a Butterfly." Um, and that's it what has, a lot of people like. Yeah, and it has elements from "To Pimp a Butterfly," I think as well, but. It's just like a gumbo of all his album sounds in one, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. And he's still pushing it forward. It sounds fucking crazy. Like, yeah. um, Blood is a fire-ass um, intro. Also, Kendrick is one of those people that tricks us into listening to a message. Like, it's, it sounds fire. This is sonically fire. Yeah. But he's also teaching us and telling us something deep and shit, you know? Which always, is Always, yeah. Like, it was fucking... It's hard to do, man. Like, um... Sorry, right, blood. What you said? What you said? I'm talking about the blind woman in blind? Blood. You saw yeah. a blind woman? Blind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I understood that, that that was justice, right? Justice is blind. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Jared. I think. Jay. Whoa. <laughs> you got the. I think that was up for interpretation. That's crazy. You're getting deep there, brother. Well, go ahead. Tell me more. Did you meet at the shore? Right, go ahead. So. <laughs> <laughs> he gets shot. Um, and it's, you know, a blind lady. And, the, you know, the common saying is justice is blind. So he's, you know, getting killed by justice. And that's all I got. I can't really. Damn is a little confusing in terms of the theme. I can't really figure it out. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's not just like one leading into the next with a story. Because it's, not, it's just a collection of great music. Exactly. Mm. Which, and it plays perfectly. And you know there's yeah. a theme. And then, you know, he drops a deluxe. Which definitely is the album is. backwards. And you're still like, all right, so. <laughs> Is it just because it goes backwards now? Like, what's the actual theme? But it's every song's great on this album. Yeah, I think there's a story in there. It's just it's not as closely knit as the other albums. I think mm-hmm. or it's as still, explicit. Yeah, or as explicit. I guess again, like maybe he's listening to. I feel like he's not a person that listens to people's opinions online. But the little opinions he has read, he's probably like, all right, let's try to make this listenable and still get my shit across. Uh, second song is DNA, which is a fucking, oh, it's a machine gun Nobody to start off the album with, huh? Nobody pray for me. Yo, this shit is like, oh man, this shit is really good, man. This is a really, really good song. Who produced that? I don't know. Let's go to it right Mike now. Will made it. Oh shit. I did not nice. know that. That's crazy. And that does not sound like a, a typical. Never, I would never have, never would have guessed that. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. This shit is good, man. This is a great song. That, when it switches in the middle, that shit is just oh, yeah, insane. Yeah. And that's a um, Rick James sample in the middle, right? Give me some gancha, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wow, that is. I'm not... That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is this switch? And that's, something, that's something only Kendrick can do, the way like he plays off of the switch, where he's just yelling. Because sometimes when he's like on a feature, he does the weird voices. Mm-hmm. But then on his own music, he knows how to play to it, and it matches the production. Production and it just flows and he uses it, he uses his voice like an instrument where he's just yelling and I don't know it's just one of my favorite things about him. What is also oh, you do like the the voices? Do, do you like the voices, Taz? Or do you like you like him switching up the voices? Um, 
<laughs> yeah, but he doesn't always need to do it for features. Like, if he's a featured artist, I want feature him to one always win and rap. Mm-hmm. Like, on Goosebumps, I didn't like that on Goosebumps. Um, right. Mask you know, off. There's a few other examples. What? A oh, mask oh. off? Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> he needs to do all that, you know? <laughs> he killed both of them shits, too. Um, he did, but... Lyrical, yeah, but... I wasn't any that's all the Kendrick I want to hear as a feature. Just right. For me. You want to just hear his his regular voice. Like, remember uh, The City with the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that crazy that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the Kendrick I want to hear as a feature. Yeah, for sure. Now, yes. Also, thinking about it now with the Mike Woodle made it thing, he's sampling on this shit too with that. Give me some concha. Oh, like, yo, this, I've never heard Mike Woodle made it do a beat like this. This yeah, is fucking yeah. nuts, man. Um, This is a far cry from his songs with, uh, what's the white girl's name? Oh, um, Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus? Oh. Why do we both go The Queen. The future's on it. <laughs> um, all right, so next song is Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one where he, that's when we have the Geraldo, um, the excerpt from that video where Geraldo's like, you know, how many Geraldo excerpts does he have? <laughs> I don't remember. Geraldo's talking shit, bro. I don't remember. I'll be <laughs> that, um, that song is fire. Sonically is crazy. Who did that? Soundwave, of course. DJ Dahi. All right. Um, next song after that is Element. Um, what did you guys think about? Did, did anybody ever read anything about why he put um? What's this guy's name? Fucking Kid Capri on here? Why is Kid Capri all over the album? I don't know. I thought he said it was just like a homage to like raw, gritty hip hop. You know, oh, I could have okay. that. Yeah. I mean, so. you said raw and gritty back to back, so it is a direct quote. That has to be one. <laughs> that sounds like a direct quote. Raw and gritty hip hop. Um, yeah, I love Kid Capri being on it because it took me back to buying mixtapes back in the day. Um, I used yeah. to have this spot in the Heights called Local Local. We would go buy mixtapes from there. Um, I don't know if y'all remember the Hot 97 Volume 1 through 2000. Sure. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was a popular mixtape. Uh, but Kid Capri, yeah, he's a little bit before my time. Um, but I still got to get some Kid Capri mixtapes. Element was fire. Um, mm-hmm. again, more messages being put in there. Um, him sneaking in messages about us learning and shit. But it was just a fire ass beat and a catchy ass hook. Um, I don't know what else to say. Element is just great. Um, yeah, I love it. What's next? Feel. We feel. said we weren't going to do this, but... Um, all right, so Feel. Loyalty. He got a Rihanna sample. Uh, Rihanna song. Uh, excuse me. Um, feature. What did you think about Rihanna being on this album? Is Rihanna overrated? Can Rihanna sing? Is she hot? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... Um, no. Yes. And hell yes. Okay. All right. All right. Do you say <laughs> you don't like her on the album? No, you she's sure? not overrated. She can sing, and she's hot as fuck. You think she can sing? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, she fucking sounded like fucking uh, who she on the Kanye on Saint Pablo, where Kanye had to sound like uh, like Nina Simone. She sounded good on that. On what song? Famous. No, famous. That's not her. That's not fam- famous. Doesn't go like that. Famous is a. Uh, is it? I thought you're loving. No, she's famous. On famous. Is yeah, it she's famous? on it, but she didn't sound like Nina Simone. She sounded like Rihanna. Where's the oh, one? Oh, uh, the, the, that's the one with the Taylor Swift bar, right? Yeah, I made that bitch famous. I made that bitch fan. Is that famous? <laughs> so, what's the name of the last song with the fucking the techno beat where it says your love is famous? Faded, faded, faded. faded. Oh, okay, all right. There you go. <laughs> 
Those that's from Post Malone. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, a hip hop mystery solved for me. Thank you guys. <laughs> um, now I think this song was fire. Um, Pride mm-hmm. is fire. Humble, obviously, the first symbol single. That shit was that amazing. was the first single. Yeah, that shit was fire. Don't tell me you didn't like it, Jay. I hear it. You didn't oh, say. Love, you didn't no, say anything. Oh, okay, okay. No, there's um, nothing on this album I don't. Conway like. did a version. I remember he did his own. No version. way. Yeah. <laughs> was it terrible? No, it wasn't. Yeah. I haven't heard it in years. It just came to me now. Like, like, Conway had a... anyway. Um, love featuring Zachary. Um, mm-hmm. I remember this song. Yeah, he had Zachary a couple times on his album, right? Or just oh. One. That ended up being a big single. I started yeah. hearing that here. I love that song. Yeah. Um. All right. So I let's talk about the that song that people are gonna. People are. I'm basing it. Uh. Jay was saying this. I think Tazo agreed too. I think Triple uh, X is what we're gonna hear for the next. Triple X is what we're gonna hear for the next album. I think that's the speculation. Hopefully. Um. Triple X is with you too. Yeah. Do you think it's gonna sound like this the next album since it's rock and roll influence, quote unquote? Has that oh. been confirmed, or is that just a rumor? Like, has that really been confirmed that it's going to be rock and roll? I, that, I, that's, I mean, that's the first piece of news I heard, and then you guys sent me the, the Thundercat Thunder stuff. So, oh yeah, so that makes sense. Um, damn, I don't know. It's hard to predict what Kendrick does. You know. Did you like Collision Course? The Lincoln? No. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys fans of Collision Course? Jay, did you like Collision Course? Uh yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a weird time for me. I mean, how the fuck did not like that? <laughs> I liked Lincoln. Lincoln Park was like kind of like the gateway drug to rock for hip hop fans, right? And then you know, obviously Jay Z, Jay Z. So <laughs> I don't know. I didn't just, like it. I didn't like it at all. Actually, I can't listen to Lincoln Park now. I liked Lincoln Park when I was twelve. I can't listen to it now. Damn. Isn't that when Collision Course came out? <laughs> yeah, but, I but I'm saying I can't listen. Like the music doesn't hold up. Yeah. No, nah, well. They got some. They got some hits. Greeted it out with so much shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. But, I mean, I, I don't think it's gonna sound like this song. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I think I'm excited for it. Like, the rock influence. I don't think it's gonna be a fucking rock album, which I think people are expecting. Mm. I think it's just gonna have rock influence, kind of like Timber Butterfly had jazz influences, and it wasn't a jazz album. Um. So I'm I'm here for. What if he album. raps over Nickelback for 15 tracks? Oh my god! Shoot myself. What oh. if he has Nickelback on it? <laughs> Nickelback saying a hip hop. Yo, that would oh. be ironic, right, Joe? Wait, 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 wait. Photograph. You don't I put do math. <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly, what do you put it in then? What's the genre for that? Is there a genre for To Pimp a Butterfly? Reggaeton. Reggaeton. <laughs> Rigatoni. Rigatoni. <laughs> I mean, nah. it's jazz in there. There's hip hop in there. It's definitely hip hop because, um, oh yeah, what's that crazy like rock infused hip hop group that the hipsters love? Rage Against uh, the Machine. No, oh my god, it's gonna kill me right now. Rage Against jazz the Machine infused. is that shit. No, no, like as of like five, six years ago, they came out. Uh, the internet. The internet is not a rock group, Gerald. Please don't he disrespect said, them like this. He said rap group. No, he said rock group. But oh. it's still considered hip hop. But it's uh, God. What. Are, Link, uh, Limp Biscuit, not Limp Biscuit. My boy Red Fred Durst. Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, they have like a huge underground. Yo, following. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yo, <laughs> don't disrespect the legends like that, man. What's wrong with y'all? That's crazy. Oh man, I'm never gonna interview with Flea. You don't know? You're not gonna get it. 
All right, we'll come back to <laughs> no, you. No, no, it's all right. Save no, it, no, save no. it. All right, we got to get to the song. My favorite song on the album, as far as like being a student of hip hop and just listen, loving rap, um, is Duckworth. Um, apparently yeah. the story oh, yeah. goes that Knife Wonder he hit up Knife like yo send me beats, and he ended up using all of the beats Knife Wonder sent him, and he made this gumbo. Um, what do you guys? I I love this song. I love the story it's telling. I love the interview that I read afterwards. Like. He literally made them like he he put two and two together and they, they were in the studio together, all three of them, and he told them the story and they like what like the minds were blown, like, oh shit, this really is that kid from back then. Um mm-hmm. also just to hear Kendrick on a fucking knife on the beat on like a real like we you us three are from like the sa- well, we're like the sample heavy as far as like the Kanye chipmunk sample, um yeah. alchemist. Uh, Alchemist been around since the nineties, but like Alchemist, and he, and, he produced Fear on his album too. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Yeah. Um, wow. Fucking just like we from that era where those type of beats, like the knife on the sounding fruity loop beats, were were everywhere in the rap we were listening to. So to hear him rhyming on this shit, I was so hype. I was like, "What the fuck yeah. am I listening to?" And again, to compare him to people, uh, as far as like telling a story, it gave me Nas vibes, gave me Biggie vibes, like. Fucking mm-hmm. a story being told like that was just like, ah, uh, I don't know. This song is really, really good to me. What do you guys? Give me your thoughts. Go. I just jizzed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Amazing storytelling. I mean, best song on the album, in my opinion. Yeah, best song. Yeah, my my, my opinion. Yeah. I think yeah, I gotta agree. I mean, the story is what that um that on there was a night where uh the president of Top Dog almost killed. Kenny's dad, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is when they, they was gangbanging in like the eighties and shit, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, that's that. I mean, the way it works out, it's insane that he ends up, you know, being mentored essentially by what's what's this guy's name? Top Dog's guy's name? Um, Anthony Top Dog Tiffith. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Oh, okay, just Top, Top Dog Tiffith. Yeah, yeah. Top Dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's that's just wild, and the song is just. Like the production's amazing on it. I, obviously, like you said, hearing him on Knife Wonder is just very, very satisfying as a rap fan. Mm. Um, and then his, he just raps so well over it. Beautiful story. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. Five stars. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is I was gonna say this. I remember when I first heard about Kendrick and, li- and he- seeing that he was signed to Top Dog Entertainment. I was like, oh, he's not gonna be with these guys anymore. Like, there's probably some label that he's signed to just because he needs to get his music out. And mm-hmm. then when I started figuring out that they were like a close knit group, they're all part of a super group and like they're all solo artists and like they're actually really cool with each other. And Top Dog is somebody that believed in them. And the CEO actually raps too. What's the CEO's name? Um. Punch, 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 right? punch. Yeah, um, right. like everybody that's in on it is like they all like close knit. Um, it's really cool to see like the shit come full circle, I guess. Um, but yeah, I like Damn and Section Eighty. Those are my first. Those are my um, as far as like arms I would play for people that never heard Kendrick Lamar. It'd be Section Eighty, then hit, play them Damn. Um, it's really crazy to see listening to this show with you guys. How like the production has changed? How his sound has changed? His rapping um, is he gotten better evolved. or has he gotten has he dumbed it down? No, I don't. I definitely don't think he's dumb. I think he's exploring more avenues now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's always reinventing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's not his rhyme schemes are not as cluttered anymore. Um, 
And I think he's making it, he's still lyrical, but I think he's making it easier for you to digest the message. Um, I would love, I would love a rigor mortis though, if he just spit that same kind of scheme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a rigor mortis too with Macklemore? <laughs> with Macklemore. Oh my God. Where is Macklemore right now? Macklemore's still probably counting they checks were, from fucking thrift they store, were man. just on uh, yeah. an episode of Dave. Really? Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know what's crazy? I, I feel I, I remember like shitting on him like everybody else, but you you gotta really think from his shoes. You are the most hated man in hip hop right now. Like, like that's that's that must suck, man. That really must suck, bro. And then he afterwards he's like, you know what? No, Kendrick deserved this. Yeah, he texted him. They put up the text message. Like, what? He looks stupid. He looks. Stupid. He did. He looked fucking stupid. He, he should have done it on stage. Yeah, like, I can't accept it. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, I can't accept it. Kendrick Lamar deserves this award. I'm dropping it here. And then he just drops the award. Jesus, Jesus was nominated that year, too. Oh, yeah. So, Grammys hate Kanye, right? Yeah, no, it's... They it's wasn't messed. giving him that shit. They wasn't giving him that shit. Um, all right, so some, some closing questions. Also, we didn't even talk about this. We need to talk about this. Are yeah. rappers scared of control? Are rappers yes. scared of Kendrick Lamar? I don't think Pusha is. He, he dropped Pusha's name on that, too, right? Did he? Um... Pusha T, Drake. I don't think he said it like that. Yeah, he said he said Pusha. He said Pusha. Mm. Um, Macklemore. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he, said, he said he only went for Ryan Lewis actually. Ryan, <laughs> hey Ryan, get behind the. Who board. the hell is Ryan Lewis? His producer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a, it, it's a it's a group. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a duo. Um, <laughs> is Mob Deep a duo or a group, guys? They're both. <laughs> they're both. <laughs> yeah, they're both. You sure? Yeah, I, I always consider them both. Like I put them as one of the best groups and duos. Weird. I think a no duo's sense, a group. A duo's a group. Yeah. You sure? All right. That's a question for another day. Another day. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So yeah, our rapper skit. I think the only person that responded was Jay Electronica. Um, and that was through like Twitter bullshit. Um. So look, he name dropped J Cole, Big Crit, Wale, Pusha T, Meek. Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, Jay Elect, Tyler, and Mac Miller. But most of those guys were easy targets, let's be real. Like, yeah, I mean. A lot of those guys were easy targets. Jermaine yeah. Cole, Wale, Pusha T, Drake. I'm surprised Pusha didn't come back. I, cause, I think because he, he took it like everybody else took it, which is like, yo. Like competition. Just, this is just rapping. He rapping. Only person that took but, it weird is Drake. Well, because Drake is sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is a... Uh, I feel like... Does Pusha have any subs to Kendrick? I mean... Nah. No, just, they did Nostalgia right after, no? Nostalgia, yeah. Oh, God, I love that song. That song is... Oh, I forgot how good it well, is. Well, Papoose did a version of Control, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The dust. Um, yeah, like, that's that's a... Uh, did he do five rappers of death? You don't understand? <laughs> did he name any names? Yeah, he did alphabetical slaughter with Kendrick's name though. <laughs> <laughs> that would take a long time, man. Jesus. Um, hey, man, the letter P, Saigon, the letter P, man. Letter P, letter P, Saigon. If he could do it, you could do it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Honestly, yo, like uh, all of us are from a different era. We we listened to a different era of hip hop. I didn't think this was a big deal when I heard it. And then, you know, social media took it and ran with it. I thought this was just fire. Like, oh, okay. He's shouting out these rappers. They nice. He considers them nice. 
And he's saying like He says you guys love for them Yeah Yeah. like I'm just gonna fucking try to body you in the booth If we in the booth together And that's it Um, It's a competitive sport Ain't nothing wrong with it I love it um, Yeah the rest of you new dudes Is just new dudes Don't get involved It says here Um, Okay Yeah like I I didn't think it was that much of a big deal But um, And Drake featured him before or after on this On his album This before right Take care was Take Care was before this. Take Care, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take Care was t- 2012, I think. With the Buried Alive interlude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, but I didn't think this was a big deal. I think Jay Electronic was the only one that said something stupid on Twitter. But at mm-hmm. that point, it was like nobody's really rapping. Um, Big Sean, it was on Big Sean's song, which is hilarious. Um, I think it was a big deal because a mainstream rapper was doing this. You know what I mean? Like, I said uh, the high level. You know right. what I mean? Like, so now it's like he's a superstar. He could rap better than everybody right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, especially at that time, it was rare to have a mainstream lyricist. There was like two or three of them. You know what I mean? So that's true. Yeah, no high level. And, ones, you know I mean? and no one had beef at that time. I think was that when Drake was beefing with Common? That was like the biggest beef. Over oh Serena? my god, that Over shit was Serena? crazy. Yo, I was like listening no to that verse. Beef. <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah. for real. I was listening to that verse the other day. Drake really put his foot in his ass, yo, on a low. <laughs> like that's some sad shit to say. Do you think Common got bodied in that beef, guys? Yeah. You know, I kind of don't fully remember it right now. Like, <laughs> Common responded, I, though, right? I cared about it for a couple of days, and that was it. Because like, there was nothing else. Like, It's not a beef <laughs> you should care about. <laughs> I think Common, oh, man, if he keeps doing these fucking commercials for computers and shit, he's going to fuck up his legacy, <laughs> too, man. Um, he's, an, he's an actor now. He's good. Yeah, he John got Wick. a sad card. John Wick, too? No? Yo, he was firing yeah. that. He was good. He was. I think he was good. He didn't have that many lines, but he said enough. Um, Better that way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with control, we we always got to bring up control because he called out all rappers and mm-hmm. he made it very clear, like he's crowning himself. Um, he even shouted out legends before that. He says uh, Kendrick, Jigga, Nas, and Eminem, and Andre, the rest of y'all just new dudes. Um, I think he mentions Macklemore too in that part. I think so. I think he's a legend as well. Um, uh, so I already asked you that. Uh, I guess, do you think him and Drake will ever squash it and just like do a song together? Would that freshman class ever just come back together and everybody cool again? I feel like Kendrick harbors no hard feelings or resentment towards Drake, um, nor should he. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's more, you know, Drake feels... This is me not knowing shit. I'm literally just talking on my ass. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's convincing though. Yeah, I don't know what any, I don't know this guy knows Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I spoke to Drake, he said, "Fuck Kendrick is on site." Yeah, imagine so. that's crazy. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Uh, I think Pusha T. Uh, I think Pusha T. Put put the any type of beef in his head uh, to rest. Like, yo, I'm not gonna yeah. beef with anybody. Like, um. Even though he's richer and he's more successful and all this other shit, like, and the, the public eye is everything. Um, so he lost that. I think, I don't know, Drake is one of those people that's been, um, I, to use um, uh, Joe Bunn's words, he's like, he's been, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? He's 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 been like given this, uh, this room to wiggle um, that no other rappers have. Uh, like that whole... Ghostwriter thing that from the era we from that 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 would have been dismissed. Fly. Yeah, <laughs> you would have been dismissed. Like, yo, that's it. We can't take this guy seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because Drake makes so much good music and so much music that people like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he don't write all his shit. 
whatever. Just keep it moving. I definitely, I, I let it rock. I'm like, all right, cool. You don't write your own shit. I'm not going to include you in my like list of best rappers ever, which I don't think that he cares about that. that yeah, I he don't care about that. Yeah. yeah. But I still I still love him as a musician. But yeah, that definitely wouldn't have been, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have flown by in the 90s. Yeah. I think uh, Room for Improvement Drake and um, uh, what's the a comeback season Drake probably would have cared to be in that list. And those lists like, yo, I want to be one of those rappers when he was trying to rap like Fonte and all those guys. Yeah. But uh, Drake now is just, he's so in a different time zone and in a different tax bracket. He don't care about none of that shit, man. That guy has the recipe for hits. It's like, yeah, he's just going to churn out hits and he doesn't give a fuck. But I kind of have a theory that he's not the only one that has ghostwriters. I think a lot of our favorite rappers oh, for really sure. have people writing their hooks. Gotcha. It's kind of like in boxing. I always have to make a boxing reference. Jarrell knows this, but um, most of the elite fighters, they're all most of them are on steroids mm. right now. Mm. You won't know it because the drug testing isn't always great. I know I hate that I had to go this route, but yeah, but uh, yeah, shut down by the boxing commission, man. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> no, because I always bring up boxing, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. I do feel like Drake isn't the only one. Mm. I never put Drake up there as like a top five lyricist personally. Like I never put him up there mm-hmm. with some of the all time greats as it was. So yeah. After the chaining Tatum line on views. <laughs> what do he say? I uh got so many chains, I feel like chaining Tatum. I feel like chaining Tatum. That was that that was like that, right? It was I, horrible. It was, I forgot uh, how to it this went. day. It, no, no, that put that put him in my top three. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I, I feel like writing a hook is different than writing a whole verse. Those leaks were like Quentin Miller saying the whole verse. Like, it was like bar for bar. And then, like, it was like, oh, it was like, it was like a bar for bar. And then he, Drake, would change up this. Um, I remember, what's the song where he has, uh, I got safe houses and whatever, whatever. That's the song I heard Quentin Miller do over. And I was just like, all right, cool. I feel like, if he would have, if it would have been like an R and B song leaking, then I would have gave him a pass because it's like our R and B artists have writers. Like, all right, cool, you can't write. I mean, Majid Jordan wrote fucking um, what's the big song they wrote for him? Uh, just uh, going home. The stat they wrote that. That's all oh, Majid yeah. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they wrote. I don't know if they wrote Highline Bling, but that's a fucking drum rip off anyway. But um, like if it would have been like, yo, I got R and B ghostwriters, that's different. But. To have like a rapper, rapper, ghostwriter, like you on songs with Hove, man. Like this is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, yeah. But, but then Drake wrote uh, "Unthinkable" by Alicia Keys. So <laughs> he did. Yeah, which is oh, one of the best God. songs ever by Alicia Keys. Honest. That's true. That's top top five Alicia Keys songs. And then he bodied the remix. Was he on the <laughs> remix too? Yeah. And you guys got good did memories, Joe Budden, man. Did Joe Budden do his own version. He of did. What? Unthinkable. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yo, nobody talks Lucy. about Joe coming at Drake's neck the way he did. That shit was incredible, man. When? He dropped like five tracks, didn't he? Yes. It was insane. <laughs> Jow, you didn't hear this for real? No, nah, I, I don't think I remember. Oh, my this. God. I will send you all those songs right now. It will <laughs> blow your fucking mind. It was right I before somebody sent Joe um the French Montana song before it dropped where Drake gets at him, does the pump it up. And I'll bump, 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 bump it up. <laughs> Yo, and when I say Joe Button just went bananas, it was like vintage Joe, mixtape Joe, just like bar after bar, barring him to death. He's like, I barred, he says it to this day, I barred Drake to death. Drake never responded. 
And it's like, yeah, because Drake don't got bars like that, man. Like, it was three or four songs. And he's like, I got a whole album ready for that. Pusha T2, he dropped two songs. He's like, I got a whole mixtape ready for this man if he comes back at me. Um, I was ready for that. Yeah, oh me God. too. That would have been nuts. That would have been nuts. That's all I, that's all I wanted. It would have been overkill, though, honestly. Too much. Would have been too much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, thing is, if, if Story of Adidon was, like, the least of it, if that was, like, the mildest... <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? That shit must be yeah. disgusting. Rest in like, peace, forty. Is he dead? <laughs> no. Oh, just, I say, no, damn! Did he die? <laughs> I mean, oh, he's sheesh. <laughs> All right. So the, the million dollar question, people still ask him to this day. Um, I actually thought about this question because I just saw recently that Little Wayne and Joel Santana are actually going to release their joint Can't album. Feel my face? Yeah, they're going to finally drop it. They just announced it. Like, yo, 30 years later, nobody cares Jesus. about these two guys anymore. Like, at the height of their popularity, it would have been insane. There's mad songs all over the internet that leaked. But his wife was on the line in one of those shows or some shit. And she said, yeah, he's dropping the album. Can't feel my face. So, I mean, I don't care anymore. But it led me to think about this J. Cole question. Um, why haven't they dropped the album? What are they scared of? Like, what's going on? The, the last time I spoke to J. Cole. Um, <laughs> you can call him Jermaine. It's okay. <laughs> I, call I, call him Jermaine. Him, I call him J.C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I, yeah, it's hard to say why. Um, I just don't think it really exists. I, I'm gonna just go off of that. I don't. I think they have a couple songs. Mm. Um, I just I don't think they have a full project put together, especially the way Kendrick puts together his albums. How meticulous he is. Mm. How every song plays into the next. I I don't think he's put the time in to do that with J Cole, who would also want to be there with him and do that mm. as a joint project. Yeah. I just think you have two huge mega artists, and they just haven't come together and put together a whole album i just remember in 2011 they previewed two songs at this record store yeah and it's terrible quality i still listen to them yeah <laughs> yo they was rapping on that shit too temptation yeah. the song temptation yeah. i still go back to yeah, yeah. <laughs> left side left side hey, <laughs> yeah that shit is crazy that shit is nuts i think uh similar to what we spoke about uh when we spoke about jay electronica and him saying this on the album like I think the hype has been built up so much. Like, they're probably scared to drop that shit. Like, they're like, yo, this shit is not going to live up to anybody's expectations. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it. Maybe the songs they have sound outdated to them. They don't even rap like that no more. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, just like you said, no, they're not into that whole sending tracks to each other shit. They want to be in the same room. Um, and Corona is stopping that right now. So, can't <laughs> happen. Can't happen. Do they have um, yeah. any official songs together released? Um, they don't have any verses on the same song, right? On J. Cole's album, um, one of the albums I didn't like actually. Um it was it was his second his second album. It was they sampled Tribe, sampled I think electric Relay. Oh, right, right, right. That song was terrible though. Kendrick is only on the hook. Was it called like, like Pineapples, Sweet Pineapples or something? That no, you're talking about Drake Dice Pineapples. That's what you're thinking about. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> Close, but uh, no, not that song. <laughs> uh come on, get the Googling. Let's get the Googling. Hold on. Forbidden fruit. Forbidden, forbidden fruit. fruit. Guys, it's fruit, though, Tasso. It's fruit. There you go. You were warm. No Wale, though. No. <laughs> no dice. No that's great. Dice pineapples is, you know, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that song was terrible, though, man. That was a terrible song. Yeah, it was. I didn't like that. No. Terrible. Yeah, I actually like that song. Um, really? For sure? <laughs> I can't see you right now, so I don't know if you're fucking with me or not, but... Um, oh, now, now I really can't see you. Okay. 
Um, now nah, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know, man. I think they 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 scared to put that album out. They don't they don't think they can live up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, uh, million dollar question before we go. And the second million dollar question is where where do you put Kendrick at right now? Does he still got a lot of albums to go? Is he legendary status yet? Do you put him in that conversation with the goats? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that's pretty easy to do. I think he's definitely in that top ten conversation. You could, yeah, I think he's somewhere up there. in the top twenty for me. Mm. Yeah, he's he, he's made a name for. I mean, to me, he just doesn't have he doesn't have a bad project. I think he has all of his projects. If I were to rate them, they're at least a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so just with that fucking basically batting a hundred or a thousand. Yeah, um, thousand. A hundred be bad. A yeah, hundred. <laughs> That's under the Mendoza line. <laughs> um, he's he's yeah he's he's up there, and in terms of right now, he's definitely one of the best. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, got, you got like a handful of guys. Yeah, he's definitely top fifteen, Black. top twenty. Black. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely top fifteen, top twenty, and then I, I've listened to everybody from fucking Ice Cube's first couple albums to now, and like to Hove to whoever and. Definitely Kendrick Mac- just Macklemore yeah. for sure. He's <laughs> Ryan top, Lewis top twenty to twenty to thirty. Um, but uh, definitely Kendrick, the albums, the the significance, the the yeah. effect he's had on the rap game on the world so quickly with these. I mean, technically with these first three albums, if we want to get technical on a uh, a mainstream um, major label scale, like he's hit the ground running crazy, um, mm-hmm. and he's transitioned well from the underground. Uh, mixtape era quote unquote to now um, and he's brought his fans over none of his fans can say he sold out if he was a fan before he got signed you're still a fan now um, that's true that's very true it hasn't we, changed yeah so he's, anything, he's, he's evolving on better hell yeah um, so I don't know but uh, any closing thoughts guys um, I want to hear this new album I hope he puts it out this year uh, it's been three years since damn give us some music Kendrick wow Hall. three did- years Cool. Black Panther dropped 2018, but he executive yeah. produced that, but th- he wasn't all over that, right? Nah. Um, so Kendrick, if you're listening, please just <laughs> you can DM me the album at least. I won't leak it, I promise. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I hope I hope Lenny Kravitz is on every song. You know? <laughs> Yo, Lenny Kravitz that would, that would be great. That'd be <laughs> fire, Lenny Kravitz and Kendrick though. Guns and roses. Him rapping on I want to get away. Oh my god. Get a get a secret whole verse in there. Yo, that's <laughs> uh, crazy. I just want to mention one song that mm. this- to make any of his albums, but Heart? cartoons and cereal. Oh yes, one. yes, yeah. that's yes. like up there for me. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's one of that's that's a great song. Another yeah. song you gotta really listen to. That's not like something you can play in the background for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Um, this actually this one was actually recorded, so this is great. Um, mm-hmm. I will be sending you everything after this. Uh, thanks for ha- being on the show, guys. We'll get you on for another one soon. That's Tasso. That's Jay. And close. Say goodbye to the people, man. Say goodbye to the people, man. I see, yeah, man. Kendrick is definitely better than Macklemore. Fuck yeah. the Grammys. That is I'll see it. you guys for the Consequence uh, episode. Oh so. my God, it's gonna <laughs> be a scorcher. Yeah, that's gonna be and a future episode. Oh man, we gotta we gotta talk about future because somebody said he's the best rapper alive right now on Twitter. I said, oh, all right, all right, we gotta go now. We gotta go. Nah, um, they're yeah, he was it was crazy. But thanks a lot, fellas. Um, Everybody know. I see you. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, uh, mm, uh, mm, uh.